Bitter, just say hello. Bitter, batter, bitter, batter, bitter, batter. My mother, something. I forget the rest. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> what is that one? I've never heard that one before. It's one of the outtakes from Anchorman, all the different <laughs> stuff he's doing. Yeah. But Rich's eldest daughter now says it in school, and they're like, what? <laughs> so random. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Filmmaking Sucks podcast. Where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make when producing a film and how to avoid them. So, and As of today, England knows of our... Little podcast? Yeah, how bad we are at this. That's right. Is it England? England? It's offic- England. England. Absolutely. England. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, we have a guest today. We're going international, guys. We're going across the pond. Across the pond. Well, we didn't go across the pond. We brought the, we brought the other side of the pond The here. pond came across us. The pond came to us. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting phrase. <laughs> um, so who the hell are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Set it up. Beautiful. So I'm, uh, I'm Matt Davies. I am one quarter of Ash Mountain Films in the UK. We are, as the name implies, very small uh, indie film production company. Ash Mountain. Gotcha. Ash Mountain Films, yeah. I don't know why, but that's what we're called. That's it. <laughs> that's it. There was there was a reason, and it got lost a long time ago. That's okay. Um, so yeah, we're we're based in the we're based in the south of England. Um, we specialise in horror movies. We, mm-hmm. Nice. Mainly because horror movies will tolerate a lower budget than oh, most, yeah. most genres. Oh, I've <laughs> yeah. said, said that a thousand times. That was totally yeah, right. you know, we we do sci-fi and things like that, but we don't got the money for sci-fi, and we've proven that. If you go on our YouTube channel, you'll see that we've proven that with many of our oh. sci-fi shorts. Ooh, <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. Get some bad films to watch. All right. Yeah, well... <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to, I was about to try and scrabble through that and defend it. Like, how fucking dare you? And then I was like, No, I worked on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's all right. It's okay. Ours, it's okay. Ours, you can go to ours too. Ours yeah. are shit. They're just. <laughs> we have garbage. Yeah. Like the my first holy hell. We got that camera. We got that Canon XHA one, and we shot like two weeks later. Wow, I thought it was. This is this is amazing. I look at it now and go, "Oh God, I want to hang myself." <laughs> like I'm like I'm ashamed that I still have it on YouTube, that it, that I haven't deleted it. So don't worry, you're you're oh, in. Oh, if you if you look there's 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 a music video that we made oh, to Jesus. the Cure on nice. our on our. Oh my God, it's not even proper aspect <laughs> ratio anymore. Like it's all stretched, and I don't have the original to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so 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 welcome to the welcome to the club. Sir. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the pit. I don't even know. So, so you know, yeah, we we started out um, we started out doing shorts, um, and the first few we did were for the forty eight hour sci fi challenge in London. Okay, which is one of these festivals where on the Saturday morning you get title, line of dialogue, prop, and theme. I think, but we always ignore the theme because it's always something like an app, which channels people's emotions and you're like fuck off can i do that in four years <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah they with give, no budget they, they, yeah, we, yeah they, they give you that on the saturday morning and then you have until the monday morning to have shot edited and submitted uh, a sci-fi short so yeah we started out doing those um and then we basically got too old to do these punishing 48 hours <laughs> staying up all night and just being upset at the end of it um and then yeah two two years ago we decided uh we wanted to do a feature uh which was dogged um and we crowdfunded that 
<laughs> the, the dog the is dog completely is distracting. distracting, <laughs> but he's possibly now comfortable. He's, doing, he's good now. Yeah, he seems to be okay he's, now. He, he was destroyed the entire couch. He's now. <laughs> he was pulling pillows off and blankets, and I yeah, turned around. He had a blanket, the blanket in his mouth. <laughs> It's great because he's just in my peripheral vision. So as I'm trying to explain stuff and concentrate, it's just this carnage of dog off to my right hand side. You're doing so good. Too. I know. I was really. I was keeping it together, and then he's I was just the one like, who Mom. fell apart. That was the problem. He started laughing. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. It's in my. It's in my periphery as well. I was dead on, and I was like a stoic. Uh-huh. Champion. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so who's the other three quarters? So the other three quarters, uh, Richard Roundtree, not Shaft, despite the fact, weirdly, the actor Richard Roundtree sometimes get accidentally tagged into our stuff, well, which hey. I assume he's like, that's super confusing. Who are these white guys? Who are these, who are these white boys? Are uh-huh. White British uh-huh. I'm guys. sure it's accidental. Can we say promotion? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I get the feeling his following would not cross over brilliantly with us, but you never know. Never know. Um, fans of, fans of um, black exploitation may also love horror. Um, yeah, so Rich is very much the driving force behind it. So Rich and I went to uh, high school together uh, so we've known each other since 1992 okay. which wow. is a fucking long time ago now That's a really even though long I pretend time. it isn't um, so yeah Rich um, Rich directs everything Rich and I write together as well um, which is great because we have a having known each other for so long we can really easily bounce off each other with ideas and so on uh, we then have Lee Wignall. Uh, so Lee is our editor. He does all of our grading um, and all any effects or anything like that. Lee is the only one, well, say he's the only one of us who works in the industry. Lee's self-employed as an editor, okay. visual effects guy. Rich also works in the industry in that he rents living props or plants as they're called outside of the industry. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, he, wor- he works. He, he works for. Six- I was about to say, what what is a living prop? Because yeah. I've never hit the budget point where I had to rent a living prop. There, so, but there's a term out here. I can't remember what it was. It's oh, like the, oh, we don't call it we, living yeah. prop here. No, we call it something else. Then Go maybe ahead. That's I'm gonna, why I'm gonna look she's going to look it up. Yeah. So he yeah he works for a company called Palm Brokers, which was founded by two guys in the art department on Full Metal Jacket. Um, oh. Because Full Metal Jacket, because Kubrick wouldn't leave the UK. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket's filmed in the UK. How do you make the UK look like Vietnam? Um, yes. Yeah. These guys imported palm trees from Spain, thousands and, and thousands, rent, and rented of... them back to the production. Made a ton yeah. of money from it, and then was like, ah, maybe there's money in this. So um, we film on their site um, every now and again, and it's nice. just this sprawling site of stuff, old props. Uh, huh. All kinds of greenery and stuff on that they're growing. So that's yeah. what we call it: a greens Green? or greenery and greensman. Yeah, greensman. Greensman. Yeah, greensman is the gotcha. credit. Greensman is the credit. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, living props. Living yeah. props. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a joke in there about extras, but I won't do it. Um, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was, that's where I went to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, straight extras. away, right? It's terrible, isn't it? Um, so the and um, yeah, last but not least is Chris Falser. So Chris is our DOP. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, that's that's kind of how we split the duties. So on set as the writer, I'm the absolute spare wheel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <well>. So <laughs> I, we got I, the right person on the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so I then I then I then pitch in to anything and everything where I'm needed. So yeah. yeah. 
holding holding lighting stands, getting behind stuff. I had a tray of guts in my face on the last one where we were trying to pack awful <laughs> into something. And it was felt that the thing I was holding directly near me should be the thing we should pile the awful on. Yeah. Which after the fact, I was like, do we have someone else that could have done that? But there we go. So yeah, that's, that's the four of us. Um, and then we are incredibly lucky to have a huge group of talented people around us uh, for makeup, uh, production design, sound. Um, yeah, so we do. We have quite a good core group now um, that we mm-hmm. that we used on our first feature and that we've used on our second feature. So it's good. It's it's good to have people coming back and wanting to work with you again. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. That's going to do it for this that's week of filmmaking. And we're done. So we met you guys. We met you and Lee uh, last year at yep. at Shauna Shea. Yeah. And we got the pleasure of seeing. What well, was the world premiere of Dogged? It was, right? yeah. It was the yeah. world premiere of Dogged. We got the pleasure of seeing that awesome, awesome, fun yep. <laughs> movie. We have spoken its praises on the show before. Yep. So yeah. we had the honor of losing to you. Yeah. Well, no. well I don't know because if, if, I, <laughs> we if sort I literally of turn around in my seat, <laughs> I do see the best director and best feature. Yeah, that, that, yeah. from said festival. So <laughs> you did okay. <laughs> well, there's there's a bad. new one over there. Yeah, now, no, so. I, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, she's, we've got a new one. I got my. We all have pink stars around here. Yeah, lots yeah. of pink stars. Pink, pink stars. Pink stars. So submit to Sean Shea, everybody. Indeed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll start with Dogged. Yeah. Um, what, what what was the what, where, where should we start? I don't know. I mean, we could do our typical. Give us well, your breakdown. Well, you know, how many people worked on it? What well, was first your budget? Well, you're, you're the writer. Yep. Yeah. So where where does it where did it come from? There like, we go. When you when you went into it. Were you writing for a budget in mind or were you just writing and then you scaled back? So Dogged comes from a short film originally. So you actually have to go a little bit further back. So the BBC ran a competition called The Fear in the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was billed as this amazing opportunity whereby um, independent filmmakers could make a short horror film, submit it to the BBC... They then had this very contrived thing where they would show it and film the audience reaction at the same time. Okay. Because that was kind of popular in reality TV at the time, and this mm. was how... Paranormal being... Activity, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, all thank this, all yeah. this. There was, there's legitimately a show in the UK where you can watch people watching television. It's Really? It's called Gogglebox. It's one of the most mind-numbing and yet <laughs> hypnotically grotesque things ever. Wow. And watch people watching. You watch, it's like, you, like, so it's an entire TV show of, of reaction videos. Uh, Which yeah. is really funny because now I'm getting a Doctor Who episode because Doctor Who episode, when they did the reality planet when they were all doing the reality shows they had one where they were literally watching people watch tv yeah that's, so now i understand well, I doctor thought, who on yeah, a whole new I, level well, i thought that was just a joke on uh, on, well, on reaction videos but wow that's no true. but yeah yeah so Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> so yeah the, so, so the bbc ran that competition um and it was quite amusing because it was builders yeah like this is your chance to like get on tv that's amazing um they then screened it at midnight on a thursday <laughs> you were like oh, it's not you know it's exposure and i'm always happy to get exposure but not great <laughs> so yeah that was so that was basically a, a micro short um how long was that uh, i think that was three minutes or something okay um and um yeah rich and his wife came up with the original just very sort of basic story and we're um so rich is a huge fan of the wicker man as am i we're 
fans of folk horror in general. It's mm-hmm. like an interesting subgenre. So um, the short picked up on some of the, like a few of the um, themes, mm. and then to answer in a very roundabout way, That's the actual fucking yeah. question you asked. <laughs> um, roundabout we, is we, interesting. We then wrote we then wrote that out to give the story justice. So oh. it wasn't you know with a budget in mind, and there were some things where. You know, over the course of the drafts, we agreed, look, if we do this, we're overreaching. Yeah. It's not going to, so yeah. you know, we need to. I think like our, our biggest extravagance was the conceit of um, an island which is cut off by a tidal causeway. So you've got to find a specific location yeah. to film that. And I think there is something like, we looked at this, I think there's four or five tidal causeways in the whole of the uk Mm. one of them is an incredibly famous place called st michael's mount which has been used in many many films (laughs) and is now a huge tourist destination so we're like well we ain't getting that that's not happening but yeah i think i think that was the only that was the only thing in the story where we really constrained ourselves everything else we tried to write it as for a for want of a better word as generically as possible so we could then grow gotcha. with the budget as we needed to and we had some local places in mind that we knew we could use but yeah i mean we we wrote it out just to give the story justice All um right. which is why you know it's nearly a two-hour running time and things like that i think if we'd you're looking back if we'd gone into it with a more disciplined it needs to fit this it would have been shorter it would have been more compact and so on but it would have been a very different story yeah um so yeah, I that feel was, like folk horror especially needs its own kind of pacing and speed, and you know, folk yeah. horror is not really like it's an it's an eighty eighty to ninety minute. It's not really yeah. Like yeah. You have to make people believe yeah really in this world, in this world this, this in this kind of separated yeah. space from yeah. what the world is. Like this has to be secluded, and you, it takes time to really you know show you get them true into the seclusion. world. Yeah, yeah and especially in the modern day as well, because yeah. like you know, if you I don't know if you said it in the 18th century or something people go oh yeah no one knew anything there's mm-hmm. nobody for 100 yeah. miles yeah. anyway you so, live in yeah. a field you do what this guy tells you yeah but um set, setting it in the modern day you know as technology advances and so on there is no back of beyond you can't be cut off anymore but mm. so you have to build up a a situation where you show a society that's chosen to cut itself off and chosen mm. to be separate from the now and yeah from you know from how the rest of us live as much as that's a phrase. So yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think with f- with folk horror, it needs to be bigger and it needs to be. You need to take time to build it a bit more yeah. versus just. I know. mean, because we made a two-hour slasher film and that did not need to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it was the same thing that started as a short, yep. just yep. like this, that we and we decided, right, well, we're going to do the feature and we have to do the short justice. We want to tell the whole story. Yep. The problem is it was actually two stories in there because it was three short films. Right. So it's like, well, this should have just been two movies, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, 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 you live you, and learn. You, you you had yeah yeah you had you had one cohesive story. So yeah. no one movie. Uh, Let's one keep movie. it. Yeah. One movie. <laughs> um. So uh, uh, um. Okay, so now you wrote the script. You yep. and Richard both wrote the script yep. together. Um, how long did it take you? Approximate. So, from first draft to final, we're from, done. We're ready so, to go. So from first draft to draft nineteen. Which is how much we wrote the shit out of that one. Mm. Um, I think that that came in at just under a year. Okay. Um, and that was the the way Rich, the way Rich and I work is I think he'd done, I think he'd done the first 
four or five drafts himself mm-hmm. um and then he would send it to me i would redraft it send it to him he would okay. redraft it and we'd kind of back and forth it like that meeting periodically to yeah. argue over things that we specifically held dear gotcha yeah. I was constantly so until you hit a point yeah where you're just I'm like a, all right we're both happy with I'm, this. A, I'm a fan of giving like quite tangential characters a bit of a speech and mm. rich is like <laughs> The guy does not need to say all this. Like, <laughs> and, and I think actually a character that I wrote a speech for that I was really happy with has very few lines and then hangs himself. So I'm just like, wow, I lost, I lost that battle. <laughs> um, so yeah, but but equally from the pacing point of view, it was the right thing to do. So yeah, he he and I write and and we're and we're back and forth on it. And we tried to, I think I think you commented on this, Manny at Sean O'Shea. We tried to bring in a lot of different influences and things from literature, from other. Films oh yeah, and so on. yeah, yeah. I saw a lot. Um, of just it, just yeah. to try and drop even little bits in there. Um, so yeah, it's quite it's quite heavy in that regard as well. Nice. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I we were really I remember really being impressed because because you know I'm a fairy tale. I love fairy mm-hmm. tales, you know. And then he loves like all kind of like ancienty kind of things. And yeah. The two of us were drooling all over. I have Dogen. a thing for cults. Yeah, he has like a thing cults. for cults. <laughs> and and I like folk horror and I like slow burns and I like isolation. You know, I yeah. like I like characters being put in basically a no-win situation yeah where it's like no this is not going to end well and we're just going to watch it yeah yeah we're we'll just going to watch, watch your life go down the yeah. toilet yeah. <laughs> and i and i like that but but yeah i mean um oh man i remember by the end of the weekend we were going through the conversation it was like yeah i see the wicker man in there i see the woods in there um i see uh, uh um oh what was the other one it wasn't a folk horror either. There was something else I said in there. And when I said it to you, you were like, oh my God, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember well, what that's, it was. That, but that's the funny thing as well. People bring stuff up and they're like, oh, and I see you took influence from that. And I'm like, sure. Not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's in there. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, we, we, I think we, we, took, we took about a year to write that because we were adamant we wanted to go into the Kickstarter and the crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. With a completed script, yeah, um, because yeah, we wanted. It was important to us to say we're ready to go on this. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, people aren't going to put money in and then be waiting for a year or two years while we meander about. Like you, you know, we're keyed up, we're ready. Um, please, please give us your money, <laughs> yeah, so we can go as yeah. soon as possible. So, all right. So now I don't want to leave dogged entirely, but I want to compare now. Nefarious is the new one you guys just yep. finished shooting. Yeah, we wrapped that a month ago. Okay, and that's um, Home Invasion. Yes, so yes, totally different. To- yeah, to- totally. Well, different. I don't know. Actually, well, think about it, because you're still isolating people in a house now. Yeah, and we're, we're we're closing them even closer. <laughs> yeah, this is it. We, we're shutting literally in some point. To in hell one with room. the field. We're just putting them in a house. But, yeah. yeah, but no, I mean we. Um, it was interesting with Dogged because we got we yeah we we got a lot of feedback. Um, you good, bad, constructive, just plain fucking weird. Quite mm. frankly, um, if you if you if you go on the YouTube channel, there is a guy who obsesses about the fact that at one point in the trailer, there's a table that looks quite small. 
And I'm like, because I, I read it and I was like, what is this dude talking about? And he's oh. like, and he's given the precise, what's the deal with the tiny table at? And he's given the timestamp. I'm like, Jesus, I scrubbed it in. I was like, how about you just buy the fucking yeah, movie the, and the figure it out? The table does look kind of small, but it doesn't ruin the scene for me. <laughs> but um, It's amazing how people can be so hard on independence. Like when like Hollywood can have like but, so many uh, like uh, weird uh, glaring if it issues. Was, if it was some massive continuity error, I'd be happy to be yeah, called out on it. Yeah. Tiny table. We, you know, we were trying to fit table. people into a cafe and yeah, maybe the table's a bit smaller than it would naturally be, but it's quite a tight shot as well. Mm-hmm. But one, one of the things that was interesting was... Um, Actually, some festivals refused to even view Dogged because of the length. Yeah, like there were, oh, yeah. There were festivals that were actively like, oh, we absolutely. will not accept anything over this running time. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, we most ninety five hundred minutes max. That's it. Yeah. Even if it's not in their rules. Mm. Oh yeah, 90, yeah. They won't go beyond ninety five minutes. Most festivals, unless it's like this movie is going to blow them away and be the best damn thing I've ever seen. No, they're yeah. not even going to bother. So, so, sort of taking that on board, we said, well, with the second one, yeah, we didn't want it to be a repeat or a rehash of Dogged. So, we wanted something that was a lot tighter, a lot, you know, um, that all that sort of slow burn and so on is done away with. So, with the home invasion, you go straight into mm. you know, that. You know, right? There you don't really have to create the world. Cause yeah, yeah, there the is obviously a build-up to it, but as soon as you've put the people in that situation, you're like, bang! Right, we can start going. We can yeah. keep it really mm-hmm. tight. Um, we there's an argument to say it's a more commercial subject as well. It um, is not. It, you, no, it, I mean, yeah. I can totally, one hundred percent see it. It's it's more, it's more palatable. Yeah, not so much commercial, but it's it's people are. Uh, a home invasion is something that they they know they know what type they know what they're getting into. Yeah, you know, full car. It's like, what is this? Yeah, you know, it, this could go anywhere. This could be just long and boring. It could be long and long and awesome. It could be short and dull. Yeah. You know, full car. There's a lot of different ways of going about it. Well, I mean, um, I think it's also. I mean, it's irrelevant to today because it's like you know. I don't mean. I don't know if it's as bad. By you guys, as it is here, but you know, it, it constantly feels like we're under like assault and 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 yeah, oh yeah, you know, and there's no safe places anymore just because mm-hmm. it's like it's it's always on your phone, it's always in the news, it's always on your yeah. television, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's and it's always progressively, yeah, yeah, progressively violent, progressively um, horrible, quite yeah. frankly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, so we we, we want to pick up on a lot of that, um, and we also like to keep a bit of social commentary with our films as well. Now, Dogged turned out beautifully because it's about a bunch of people on a weird island who don't want anything to do with anyone else. Mm. <laughs> Midway through production, the UK votes to leave the European <laughs> Union. So I'm like, this is pretty meta. Right. <laughs> We're making a film about a weird little island that wants nothing to do with anyone else while living on a, a weird, weird little, little island that <laughs> wants nothing to do with anyone else. And you, it was kind of eerie. Rich and I were like, Wow, that, where's that come from? That plays into it beautifully. So, with Nefarious, we've picked up on a lot of this kind of um, your social inequality, but also um, the weird kind of sense of entitlement that people have now as well. Mm-hmm. That you know, well, I'm yeah, I'm in this situation. I should have better. Well, okay, you could have better, but where's the should in this come from? So, yeah. we've tried to build a lot of that in as well. But yeah, we've gone shorter running time way more compact uh, story, fewer locations, much smaller cast. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially everything we should have done for our first feature, <laughs> but yeah. didn't realize it was going to have an impact. It, it did, this feels exactly like how we went into Theta. So it's yeah. really funny. 
Yeah, yeah. Blood Slaughter's first runtime was two hours, five minutes. Then I cut it down to an hour 53. And when we went into Theta, I was like, oh, no. This, we can't do that again, and it's at 93 minutes now. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is you know, it went the same exact route. Like, we can't go over an hour Yeah, 40. yeah, I think we said, yes. it, I mean, we had, you know, 26 speaking roles, 42 on screen yeah. death. Now yeah. we have, like, a cast of five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Cut, so, yeah. Cut, so cut, 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 yeah. Totally understand that. Uh, so, so, then comparatively to how you wrote Dogged versus... In uh, uh, nefarious, I was about to say insidious, versus nefarious, <laughs> yeah, versus nefarious. Um, did you approach it differently, or did like did you have an idea? Where did the idea come from, and how did you approach the script? Uh, seeing as you didn't go through budget from beginning of uh, Dogged, did yeah. you approach it that way? We, now we, we did a little with okay. with nefarious. We had a figure in mind to begin with, okay, um, and, and we knew we wanted to do more in some ways, but less in others. So we didn't want all of these sprawl. So there's a lot of stuff done on location. Mm. You, you know, dog, Dogged. We never built a set. Everything's filmed. You know in you know, in real people's houses in woodland and so on so we wanted to um we wanted to do away with a lot of that and part of that is the type of story you're telling you want it enclosed you want it small right. um but it was also that we did want to build a set we did want to kind of push things a little bit on that side so you then scale back everything else because you know um you know we're going to go for a bigger budget and it's we want to do more, but we want to do it differently as well. So yeah, with with that, we did we did have a figure in mind, and we did have a running time in mind, which was the big difference. The yeah. idea itself, we had, or we have, should I say, um, a bunch of different ideas on the burn. Some of which like have to be set in a hospital. So we're like, well, we'll put that aside until we find mm. a hospital to shoot <laughs> yeah. in, or you know, until the opportunity um, presents. This there. is it. Um, and we'd been kicking around the sort of home invasion idea and how how you could play around with that. And there were some different iterations of it, but then picking up on the um, on on the sort of social inequality side of it, that seemed to play quite nicely. That seemed to fit, and then we just built the story out from there. Of the you know, and yeah, there's some obvious sort of parallels with frustratingly other home invasion films that have mm. come out in the meantime, <laughs> where we're like, motherfuck it. That's- <laughs> really quite similar to our thing <laughs> um but yeah so uh, yeah the, the the idea just sort of distilled out of all of that work um and you know th- really when we came out the other side of dogged and we got so much good feedback mm. and everyone was like oh what's your next project and we were like oh fuck we need a next project. <laughs> we we have not planned beyond finished, this we have haven't not even finished yeah. the second one <laughs> we, we, yeah, our, our plan ends with submit to festival <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing beyond that so and it, and it was good because yeah you had you had audiences saying what's your next project and but we also had your cast and crew members saying what are you doing next we really enjoyed working with you we'd like to work with you again so that's a great place to be yeah. that's it right so you don't want to lose any of that momentum yeah. and you disappear off for mm. two or three years while you come up with the next bet yeah, the next great thing so mm-hmm. it was okay yeah, we want to turn this around fairly quickly as well um so i think yeah in comparison i think we maybe did eight or nine drafts of nefarious okay. something like that so again much a much shorter yeah. time yeah. frame to actually get the thing written um and to the to the point where we were happy to shoot it nice yeah so you mm-hmm. had most of the same crew Second time round, yeah, all, all of the all of the same. Crew. Okay. I think ev- everybody uh, everybody came back, and we got additional people as well, um, which was good because you know I think 
there'd been a reticence on some people's part to work with us before because they were like you got five shorts on youtube and mm. you're going into a feature yeah like, really um but then when you've got that feature and you've got the feedback and the uh, yeah. festival awards mm. and so on people are like oh you you're legit i'm going to yeah. learn something here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, once it's you get the it. one you have to get the one mm. get it done first you have to get the one film done before people will take you seriously you do a bunch of shorts everybody does short films yeah and i think I, I think and, and it was good as well because when we were giving the feedback to the you're both to the cast and the crew with, with the crew especially you could pick up on you're saying to Gemma and griff our makeup team oh you know this festival audience really liked the makeup that was done there and you know the sound hmm. design your feedback for you know, different people on that and the, the score um yeah, we got we got so much great feedback about the score. That's so, um, yeah, we we absolutely lucked out in finding James Griffiths, um, yeah. who like looked the guy up because they had no idea <laughs> quite how prolific he is. Down to the point where he was one of the military bandsmen at the 2012 Olympic opening, wow. which I only found out the other day because he posted like you know when you post a picture on Facebook and you're like yeah. huh, Facebook memories, and yeah. I'm like. Holy shit! <laughs> Olympic opening ceremony, and you're a military bandsman. Wow! I should have more in-depth conversations with you. Um, but it, it, it was good. it was good because you, you know it, it was a it was a it was a sum of its parts that made it that whole. So it was it was great to get everybody back this time round. And then yeah, with with our um, with our cast for Dogged, we were incredibly lucky because we we just punted out open auditions. Yeah, you know, we had a, we had a couple of couple of people we'd worked with in the past sam saunders we'd worked with in the past so he came onto the project really early on um and uh nick yeah nick uh is related to lee which was how we got nick but everybody else it was basically an open cast we put out through wow. spotlight in the uk and kind of had no concept of what we'd get if anyone would even go for it if we mm. then have to start trawling sort of friends family people can you be in this right. you know, do you want to be yeah. in this? Um, and we got a massive response. It That's was awesome. it was incredible. Yeah, we were um, so we we held effectively open auditions. We hired a church hall for a, a, basically a whole Sunday or Saturday, I think it was, and sat there with people coming through. Wow! Um, and it was, and we kept having to say to people, "You know, you're not going to get paid, right? Just before we do anything <laughs> else." I know you've driven here today, but we have no money to pay you. Yeah, and it was like, "Oh no, I'm just in it." And then what was interesting was as, as we were going through the process, um, I'd just totally winging it like we'd never done anything. <laughs> people are like, oh, yeah, this is one of the most well-organized features I've ever worked on. I was like, who the fuck have you worked with <laughs> before? Like, tell, tell, me, oh, man. Tell, me, tell me about their oh, horror man. story. Um, so, yeah, so, um, yeah, for, for Nefarious, um, uh, Nadia, Nadia Lamin came back. Uh, Toby Wynn Davis came back, who is an absolute joy to work with mm. um and then we have um we have also cast uh, again through through a combination of people we know and then open casting as well um so we have some new cast members this time but yeah toby came back oh greg greg smith came back as well um mm. so yeah that's and again that's really nice to have a core of actors that want to work with you and that appreciate your style of working as well yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I mean I know nothing about the UK 
filmmaking. Um, do you guys have like I'm a sure union or sure SAG or anything s- similar? So I'm we, sure it's uh, the same there, just you know. Yeah. So we our, our union. Well, I don't rules. know if they have the same unions. As no, we don't. No. We don't. So we don't have the same unions. We have equity, um, mm-hmm. but the rules aren't as strict on having to pay people and so on. Okay. So I think nominally all of our contracts are written that we'll pay you a penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you have that. It's literally something. I've I've, yeah. I've talked about this before. We literally have some like hard. Some type of exchange. Tangible, of, tangible yep, item that's yep. been so exchanged. I think, I think all of, all of our yeah, I think we do a dollar sometimes. Yeah, all A dollar our, a penny, yeah. Yeah. Steady. Come on, come on over. We okay. pay a dollar. Dollars to be paying people. <laughs> what a budget. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so all, all of our cast and crew agreements are written as, um, yeah, you, you, you basically you agree to work for a penny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we don't have the same rules that you have with SAG over here and so on. So it, it, I'll say what it is. It makes it easier. It's one yes. of the yeah. few things which makes it easier to make a film in the UK. Well, I've, right. I, I've said a long time that in the UK in general, anyway, just Europe, they're more about the art of the film versus the business of the film. You, you, you know, strike me as somebody who's never tried to apply for a road permit in the UK. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, um, I, I feel like there's more artistic films coming from Europe yeah. that get public funding yeah. for them. They get yeah. more grants. Public and, support. Yeah, yeah, a lot more public support. Here, you can't get that at all mm. no that does, yeah. doesn't happen like even so uh, uh like we've we, we've talked about this before that things like grants you get them in the united states and that's it you guys can go you you can get grants from different countries and mm. just stack them yeah you, you can't you you like like if we were to make a film with you it would be either we shoot it there or we shoot it here yeah. because the u.s won't allow us yeah no co-production no co-production no status or anything like that we can go to canada and you know, but we can't do any of that, and that's why I, they, I that's that's kind of where I say like it's more about the business, yeah, than the actual art of it. Now that's not to say that there's no, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's hoops, there's hoops to be jumped through. Don't yeah, it's, it's just rainbows. It's not rainbows and butterflies no, ab- over there. Absolutely, like... <laughs> no, it's not like it's not like oh, I'm showing up. I'm just gonna make a movie, and they just to throw cash yeah. at you. Go for it. No, here's no, some money. Do you want us to close the road? <laughs> yeah, no. But here it's like unless you have a couple million dollars for a movie, nobody yeah. cares. Mm. You're not getting anywhere. You have to, and and we've said before. The fact that we're in New York kind of makes it easier because mm-hmm. we're pretty much as far from L.A. as you can get. Yeah. And I think the closer to L.A. you are, the harder it becomes. Yeah, the more of a machine it is. Yeah. And, I mean, and, we, and we've also the, said, you know, we have a very, I mean, are. out here in New York, it's, you know, we still have like, you know, sort of like that that indie artist, yeah. punk rock artist kind of like uh, do-it-yourself yeah. energy and yeah. attitude towards a lot of things. So, I mean, I don't know if it's similar you yeah so i think i think uh, I, I think there's um there is there is certainly a lot of that in the uk and i think yeah where we're based is near to places like pinewood studios bray studios the ha- what was the hammer headquarters so okay. uh, yeah our, our part yeah we're mm, so there, there are productions in your area oh absolutely yeah we're, we're half an hour to an hour outside of london so okay. you've got all what do you, of what do you think there. it's just an arm uh, Listen, an island just, of farmland I'm, I'm just trying to paint <laughs> the pictures for our listeners yeah. That's all two of them <laughs> so yeah no but but there but there is there is there is absolutely that sort of do-it-yourself mentality yeah. and you just you know um and we know people through um 
organizations like the London Horror Society as well. Mm. And when you talk to them, they're all doing the same sorts of things. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and, and you probably have it over here. You start doing the festival circuit, you meet people, you oh, get yeah. to know people yeah. through yeah. these things. And yeah, we're, everyone's doing the same sort, same sort of stuff in the same sort of way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, like us, a lot of people we know, features are around the same. I think we actually have about the same budget that you that you guys did. Yeah, you know, um, and that's average budget between ten to twenty, ten to twenty thousand. Yeah, for for a feature for us for but you go to L A. You know, a feature over there. Your first feature is minimum hundred grand. Yeah, you're not gonna make. Oh, it more than anything. that, I'd say. Well, yeah, you're not gonna make anything five. That's for less than really. that because people's day rates are that high. Yeah, and location rates are just you're not you're not getting locations for free at all. Yeah, it's yeah. just not happening. Well, the big thing you know? you know with us especially is um you know we had a big problem. I mean, not to be like let's talk about finances. <laughs> well, um, that's where I was going next. Yeah. That, yeah. that is the, that's the next. So we're the just big gonna... thing out here in, in you know during our recession that we had and everything we had a big problem with internships where mm-hmm. everybody was doing unpaid internships. Yeah, and so they really took a, a hard look at how like internships and unpaid work and experience work. Mm, yeah. Um, has been treated, has, you know, after that. And so they've actually decided now that actors should be treated as employees. Mm. So yeah. now yeah. there's actually payroll companies that need to be involved, workers' yeah. comp that has to be involved. Um, so for like lot, one day of work. For yeah. even one day of work. You know, and yeah, at this point now, actors working on working on a set for one day can file unemployment afterwards. Yeah. One day of work. Wow. It's like, oh, wow. And your production needs to be able to handle that. Yeah. 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 So, so us making films at ten grand, like, in order to go through SAG, is just like, are, are you kidding? Now we have to put into people's unemployment. Yeah. And when someone applies for unemployment, we're getting forms in the mail. Then. Oh man. You know, and we yeah. have to like, are you kidding? So, we're actually going to do that. Yeah, we'll be talking about that later yes, on. Yes, we'll yeah. be doing a SAG episode soon, actually. We've been working toward that. But anyway. But um, so, so it was just interesting to us, you know, because like, especially out here where SAG and uh, they just combined with another actor's hmm. union. Oh, really? Um, so now every actor is now SAG. Oh, uh, okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's so, actor's equity still. Actor's equity, yeah. Their equity is now something that you sign in yeah. to, which is like a different okay. level of SAG. It's it's complicated. No. But yeah, no, but after is what I said, the after a SAG merger, mm. where a lot of the television actors and theater actors, where we were kind yeah. of getting a lot of our yeah. actors, now suddenly they're yeah, in SAG. They're suddenly so it's been sort of a challenge for us. I was just curious if it was like that out there as well. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's, le- it's less of a challenge for us, certainly. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just generally more flexible in yeah. terms of where people can work and how and so on. Yeah, and we don't not pay people because we're mean. We just don't have, you know, there's, yeah. you, you know, if we were paying people day rates, the budgets would sort of triple and yeah, it would make it, well, it would literally make it impossible to make what we've made. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, 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 we're questioning yeah. everything right now. No, 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 no. I've been, I've been going to, so for the two films then, where do the budgets go for, for, for ours? Um, we pay people day rates, mm-hmm. but we get locations for free, and um, we get a lot of. Uh, I mean, locations are probably the most expensive thing for most people. Yeah. And yeah. I think in all the years we've paid for two locations mm-hmm. in everything we've ever done. Yep. You know, um, we pay for a lot, a lot for effects. You know, we pay for the effects, and um, yeah, generally most of our money goes to paying actors, paying 
for feeding effects people. <laughs> and feeding people. Effects That's most of yeah. our yeah. So 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 we so I suppose as is almost like the polar opposite of that in that mm. we we pay for pretty much every location we use okay. and some you, the cause the causeway in dogged is the causeway that's used in the woman in black okay so they yeah. know what they've got yeah yeah and that island used to be like a super high-end um rehab center as well gotcha. so again they know how to make money yeah don't worry <laughs> yeah. and this is that was where like people like amy winehouse and so on used to go and get clean uh. well not get clean. That's not a brilliant. Well, ad- Actually, yeah. it's not a brilliant advert for them. But yeah, <laughs> no. um, and I it's think, not really and, a glowing review. And I think well. I think now it's a private. It's like a private island, a super high end hotel. So you okay. come up and you're like, oh yeah, can we use this location? They're like, mm, we'll start at this much and work back. So yeah. so yeah, that that formed a chunk of the budget. And then yeah, everywhere else, yeah, even when we're filming in people's homes, yeah, we do we do something like yeah, you, you know we we you know I think um yeah one one guy um Nigel Brett who we met through the actual funding process and was he was absolutely amazing he opened his entire house his garden to us everything mm. and was just like yeah have that do what you want I don't I'm not in it for the money I just want to be part of it which nice. was amazing amazing guy um but yeah so we end up paying um we we end up paying a ton um two sort of other formal locations if you like and then um now out of curiosity do you guys carry carry like production insurance or liability yes sorry insurance? We, yeah so we, okay. we have we have we have production insurance as well so that then we take, do too that yeah. then takes a swipe on it yeah. yeah um travel expenses then comes in as a big one for us because you know we're not that sort of self-contained and our yeah. idea was yeah if we're going to ask people to give up their time for free, free. we're going to we at least oh, yeah. of course to cover yeah. there so yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. We, we have the benefit of this transit system yeah. this this is it's it. five dollars yeah. for, for, for dollars right, somebody you know? gets here yeah. from way the hell up in manhattan yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like okay just take the train on out and we try to we try to keep everything yeah this somewhat is this, local. this is it so our, our ruinous infrastructure in the uk everybody drives yeah everybody yeah. Drives well yeah to um so yeah so so we make sure that every everybody's travel is then covered within that um and then yeah you said it we feed everybody mm-hmm. we make sure they we make sure they've got food um and and then yeah at the end of that you go like right what money have we got left for you know in, in the case of nefarious building sets but wow. yeah makeup costume mm. a score things like that yeah you know, part, part way through dogged we realized we needed to buy to buy a van to move stuff around so we bought the van and then sold it which gave us the money to then pay for the score and i was like don't crash this van because yes. this right now is a really weird sort of do you want post-production because yeah. that's what this it van like, is it was like this, this van is this van is super essential and also kind of yeah, yeah. in this weird sort of quantum state of i own yeah. it i don't want to own it <laughs> um so yeah there was some hand-to-mouth thing like that but yeah so i think that's that's where the majority of the budget gets eaten most of the time yeah um okay. That's interesting that we do that we do it the opposite way. It is because we is. give our locations yeah. a dollar. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's the thing. We use we have a lot of friendly locations. Yeah. Like you know, we've we we know a guy who works at a sheetrock warehouse. Okay. You yeah. know, so we can get it, and he's just like, go for it. You know, if he's got the time for the for the weekend, just opens the door, lets us in, and then he sits in his office. Does his paperwork? I mean, that's uh, what Theta. Theta. Theta was a law firm that my yeah, friend worked at, and yes. he was like, "I, I got to work anyway." So he's like, "Yeah, I'll just open the door. You guys do what you want. Just clean it up when nice. you're done." He yeah. sat in his office and yeah. went through went through his cases for the day. Yeah, for for three weekends, you know. Um, 
uh, we use her parents' house. We use her parents' neighbor's, neighbor's house because they live in an yeah. affluent community, you know. So we got some nice houses yeah. out of that. When it comes to when it, uh, okay, so when in in the UK, what is it like shooting in public? Like, oh, um, it's so yeah, sh- shooting in public's a nightmare. So if you have if your entire cast and crew is less than seven people, you don't need a road permit. Wow. So oh. you can... So it's a number of crew. Wow. So, you can, so you can do uh-huh. stuff on the fly. Um, and you can do stuff really on the fly with more people than that yeah. and just get there super early and go. Yeah. But no, I mean... Or when, just hide people. Like, yeah, hey, you jump into the bushes. When, when we, when we, well, and there is also there is also a thing that your average cop driving past isn't going to turn up and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it looks like there's yeah, nine yeah. people here. Let's see this but yeah, so so no, got a hell of a gathering so here, it, people. It, it was it, it was actually really interesting at Sean O'Shea talking to people where they're like, "Oh yeah, I just filled in my permit and paid my money, and we shut the street." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "You can't do that in the UK." Yeah, that's it's that, not. That's why I asked. We we did that here. Absolutely not. No. So it's um yeah. So any, anything we've actually never gone through the process of doing it just because when we looked into it, we were like, "This is money and time we don't have." Yeah. So. In effect, what we tend to do is try as much as well, try as much as we can to work on private land. So all of the woodland, okay. all mm. of the woodland settings for Dogged, we managed to find someone who owned some private woodland and mm. paid them to use that location. Because okay. if we if we'd used like public parks or whatever, we would have been into paying for permits and yeah, yeah trying to work stuff like that out. And you know what, if, there is stuff you can do with less than seven people, absolutely, mm-hmm. but. Are you going to do yeah. it as well as you want to? And are you going to get rails well, see, set up? It's interesting. Here in New York, you can't put anything down on the ground. Well, we could put like tri- anything that like nothing. But blocks permanent. the way. Okay, yeah, if yeah. it can't be picked up and carried. Right. You can't use it without a permit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if we have lights and cameras and mic, if you can pick it up yeah. and walk away with it, you're good. Fine. Okay. You're good. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as you're not... Yeah, no, it can't be permanent. It can't be anything that's okay. It's there. You can't be uh, no production vehicles mm. that no. are taking up uh, public parking, parking spaces oh, without okay. a permit. Yeah. Um, you can't block traffic. You can't block inconvenience walkways. the public. Yeah, basically, yeah. if you're in the way yeah. and you can't just pick your shit up and move it to let people through, now you need a permit. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much. And I'm like, okay. I can work with that. Or, you know, state-owned property, but they really don't enforce that. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. With parks, it depends who owns the park. Okay. If it's a state park... Versus a city park. Versus a city park, or, uh, like, there's... um, Well, state parks are a lot more... I mean, they're more, like, nature-based. Yeah. City parks are very small. So, like, the city parks, like, they... Technically, you need a permit to shoot in a city park, but, like, parks department is like, oh, hey, guys, you guys are filming. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, again, it comes down to how many... What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. If it's just a bunch of people with a camera, nobody's going to really care, and they Mm -hmm. just... eh, Whatever, no big deal. Yeah. But if you're going to do that... But, like, a state park, you can't walk on with the camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can't do it. Yeah. You know? Now, it's like, if you're on there with a camera... There are photographers who've been arrested. Really? Wow. Because state parks, it's uh, state parks, government buildings, and bridges. Yeah. You're not allowed to shoot on them without permits. Right. And bridges are almost impossible to get a permit on. Like, I mean, Mm. we've actually, um, once we were driving through a bridge, we were driving through the tunnel once. Yeah. And we got pulled over. Like before we got on the on a tunnel, like a cop pulled up next to us, 
because I had my camera on my lap. Ah, uh, okay. And they saw it on the cameras. Yeah. Wow. On the security yeah. cameras that in the car, I had a camera in my lap. And a cop car pulled us over and told me I got to put the camera in the trunk. Wow. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, this was so like you're... probably 2003. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, but that's the thing. You're not, no cameras whatsoever around bridges. Yeah, they don't like, or, they don't like cameras or, on bridges. Yeah, no bridges or, or government buildings uh, at okay. all. Okay, yeah. You know, and then state parks like, yeah. uh, I, uh, what is what is Central Park? Is that state owned or is city that city owned? owned? City, city owned. owned. Because Central, well, Central Park is the one that's very... Very stringent. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know? it's 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 high traffic. Yeah. It's high. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a high tourist. I mean, yeah. you know, we got our local once and we had a permit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They nice. still stopped. Nice. Us. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is I was I was when I was in school I was shooting a uh, something with a bunch of people and they had gotten a permit to shoot at the in in Washington D.C. Hmm. at the, the Lincoln Monument. Wow. <laughs> and Homeland Security stops yeah. us yeah. and <laughs> everyone's shitting bricks and of course I'm the first AD producer of the day so I am the one who's who's talking to Homeland Security and I'm like. No, no, we got this permit. There are film school. <laughs> Here's my paperwork. Twist her hair and yeah. uh, pull your bubble gum. <laughs> pull my bubble yeah. gum a little bit. Um, yeah, so that's why I was wondering. Yeah. What is what is the difference? How how? Okay, so technically you can't. You if you can get away with it, you get. Hey, Danny Boyle got away with it. Yeah, if you can get if you can get, get away with it, if you can get 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Show yeah. up just as that yeah. sun's coming yeah, you up. Can get yeah. a, you can oh, yeah. get away with it. Of yeah, course. totally. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and weirdly, on Nefarious, we the the one kind of public location that we used was some um, disused. Uh, it's like a parade of shops which are now disused, mm. and we were going there to film a drug deal sequence. And we um, interrupted a drug deal. Wow. Which was pretty hilarious. We came around the corner. Guys, can we just shoot this? Just do your thing. We come around the, we come around the corner all like laughing, joking, swearing, carrying cameras. And there's a dude with like three mobile phones stood at a, stood at a pay phone. And he just looks at us like, are you fucking kidding me? And he kind of sloped off looking really upset. And then a guy rode off on a bike with a backpack. And he was like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm in the wrong place. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Why did we bring these actors down? We could have just shot this. You should have chased them yeah. down and be like, sir, can you just give us any notes because, on the, on the, yeah, uh, the validity this? of this performance? Shooting the drug dealer would have been more expensive than the actors. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't going to work for free. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not taking a penny. But no, it was quite, it was quite funny to shoot that in a sketchy part of town and um we were we were shooting from a distance at one point and nadia and ashton were like in this kind of um that's great i'm miming on uh, <laughs> for, for a podcast that's really gonna help uh, sorry. Um, yeah they, they were the in dog appreciate they were in uh, the dog's on board um they were in they were in this corner by these um these two shuttered shops and they're you know passing your money and drugs back and forth and a guy walking along on the pavement sort of on the other side of the road hadn't seen the camera so he stopped looks at this and sits down on this fence as if to say oh wait it's fine <laughs> and then he kind of sees the camera and he's like oh Shit, this is thing real. happening. Damn, here. I gotta go find somewhere else now. It's just, it There's a, a thing happening here. Just the most comedic morning. If we interrupted a drug deal, and also we saw someone who was like, oh, target of opportunity, I'll uh, wait till this young lady's bought hers. And then uh, I, was like, I was like, how polite are drug deals now that you sit and wait? When did, where did that just come get in, the, get in the queue. Get in the queue. It's very British. Get in the queue. We'll get, we'll get to everybody in time. Um, but yeah, no, so so we we just we just avoid filming really. Yeah, we we do a, we do a little bit on them. We do a little bit on roads just to, just to sort of show 
you know, mm. move, moving from one place to another. But I mean, this time round, even the the car scene that we shot, we built a black tent and um, drove the car into that and just did it all with lights. Because, oh, cool. we were, because we were like, we need four people in a car having a conversation. Yeah, like we could have done that arduously at night on the road, um, but yet we actually ended up with um, just this absurd setup of um, this blacked-out tent with then the right setup of lights and cameras and mm. like eight people crowded in sweating to death in this tent <laughs> with all these lights and then guys at the back rocking the car to get the uh, <laughs> but but you know you, you go to sort of odd lengths like that to avoid doing it but yeah oh, yeah we actually for theta we drove through the park with with the car mount on our yeah. sunroof like that well, way we that could was, see if it fell there off. Was, there, 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 yeah, there was no dialogue. No, there's there. nothing I mean, in that the car. Was literally, I wanted a montage of driving, so okay. I just put the, I, you know, a uh, suction cup. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Uh, um, not, a, not. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a suction cup with a, with a platform. The yeah. camera just yeah. sits on top of it, and I put that on top of our car, and then I had the other one drive at us. I was like, yeah. just follow us. Yeah. Just. And I just drove through and just, you know, the montage. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I do. Yeah. Or no. yeah. You know. Another piece um, of yeah, and then the rest of that was done in a parking lot. We pulled into the parking lot, just did everything in close up. Yeah. So, because he's like, oh, he's sitting at a red light anyway, so he doesn't have to move. Yeah. Just let Perfect. him sit there. Oh, but we actually on our on our friends' feature film, we actually we did shoot a car scene where they were driving four in people in the, in the same parking yeah. lot, and it was it was you know we had him driving figure eights and it was nice. Yeah, yeah. He, he he the drive the the actor driving figured out a like a pattern. He's like when we got to a certain line he would turn right and just make a 90 degree uh, turn okay. in the parking yeah. lot and then make a left, yeah. and, you know, so he ended up doing the same pattern just you know, however long it took to get to that line, he would just keep going until he got to that point, you know, and then turn and then yeah. turn and then turn. Like he came up with his own yeah. continuity yeah, and, and, it, and and it worked, It looked, yeah. you know, and that was. Um, but yeah, it required the park parking yeah. lot. And after, after hours, like, it was like 10 o'clock at night. So yeah. I put those little um, bush lights. I just literally, yeah. I literally double stick them onto the dashboard and onto his uh, right in the center of the uh, uh, the steering wheel. Yeah. So when he spun it, it didn't move. It just spun. Yeah. Right in the dead center. Nice. You know. So we had that, and I had two or three of them in the backs in the back seat at the girl who was there. The whole thing was lit with push lights. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and what did those cost us? Five of them cost maybe ten bucks. Yeah. You know, ten dollars of lights and another ten bucks worth of batteries. You know, and we shot for three hours yeah. in, in the in the parking lot. You know, um, okay. So, do you have anything? No. Okay. So then, um, crowdfunding. You crowdfunded both films. We crowdfunded both films. We actually crowdfunded one of our shorts as well. Wow. Okay. First, so, so you're um, like a unicorn. You're like three successful, three successful crowdfunds. Successful crowdfunds. Yeah. So the so I told I, you those UK people. You like the arts. Yeah. Guys, so what was it? Um, <laughs> I often get the name of this one wrong. Reversible Lines, um, which was the first, which was the first short we did for the forty-eight hour sci-fi festival. Okay, that we crowd. That was a Kickstarter, uh, so we always use Kickstarter, and I'll, I'll I'll get into why we do that. Okay, but um, yes, yeah, so, and that was that was oh, goodness me, I can't remember. It's so long ago. I think that was three four hundred pounds or something like that. Mm. So you know. Um, you look back now and you're like, Jesus, we couldn't scrape together three, four hundred pounds. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right. But um, but no, again, it was um, 
it was an opportunity and so on. So we we went out and did that. Um, then for Dogged, it was fourteen thousand pounds, and Nefarious was twenty thousand pounds. Okay. Um, yeah, that's about the same. Yeah, as, which yeah. is about yeah. which I think about track yeah. with what Blood you, Slaughter yeah. was thirteen thirteen grand. Yeah. Uh, dollars. So that would be I think that's about ten ten thousand mm, pounds. Nine yeah, to ten thousand, yeah, give yeah, or take. Yeah. What is it? One point three. One point four. Uh, the, no, the, no, the exchange—it's it's, it's crashed. It's massively crashed. We're, Is it really? We're, yeah, oh, yeah. We're almost like I joke, but we're almost at parity. Thank like you, Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Jesus. I think so. I think it fell. Okay. Yeah, I think the pound. Oh, she's going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, the pound fell something like nine percent against the dollar that morning after oh. Brexit. So yeah. <laughs> um, but no. So so yeah, we're approximately. Yeah, it's approximately the same. Um, yeah. Yeah, so and yeah, and I mean, there's there's multiple different crowdfunding platforms. So a lot of people we know also use Indiegogo as well. Mm-hmm. Indiegogo is different because they allow you to do variable goals and so yeah. on. Kickstarter is all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So you're a dollar short, you don't get any of it. Yeah. So your 14 is our 17 and your 20 is our 25. Okay. Okay. And yeah, yeah. yeah as I said, Blood Slaughter was 13. Uh, yeah. Theta was 22. Yeah. 22, 23. Yeah. So approximately. Yeah. Okay. Give or take, right? Yeah. Um, it really is. Like they're, 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 you're, they're the British version of, of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. They're the much more so, polite version. Yeah. Much, much more polite and better dressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, um, yeah, there's there's various different. And the all boy version. Just saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Just Lack saying. Diversity. Boy band over there. Four, four, four white guys just want the horror community. <laughs> And this this goes back to that story I was telling. So I I, uh, I introduced uh, Lindsay Short at a festival in the UK yes, in Women in Horror Month. Month. So um, un- unrestricted view uh, unrestricted view festival do a thing called Black Sunday in London where it's a horror. Basically, mm. they try and uh, Scott and the guys try and do it monthly. Um, and it's all different horror films. And one, uh, Lindsay's short was accepted Funnily into enough, that. my new short was rejected. Oh. <laughs> I Waited For You was rejected from it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. And, yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah, they, they, they said, yeah, like it's, it's Women in Horror Month, so blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, have, you know, um, and we, we got this film from America. And, I, uh, and Scott goes, oh, I think we got some representation here. And I put my hand up. And Scott looks at me a bit like... Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting move. <laughs> and I get up and I'm like, yeah, white guy with a beard. Not super diverse for horror. <laughs> but, um, anyway, women in horror month. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's back back on the crowdfunding side of it. Um, yeah, so there's various different platforms you can use. Like We, we find Kickstarter to be the best in terms of now, did you guys look into Seed and Spark? Or is that not made it we over? We have Seed and Spark over there. Or is the, that straight in America? We have Seed okay. and Spark. Yeah. Okay. Could be just American. Most most of what you see is either a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo. Yeah. Okay. Indiegogo, like I say, because of the variable goals where you can effectively pass through a series of gates mm-hmm. and get the money at each gate. Mm-hmm. Some people prefer that. Well, Seed and Spark is strictly filmmaking. Oh, that's interesting. Only filmmaking. Right. And um, because of that, uh, uh, um, when you have a seed and spark campaign, you can actually it, it actually gets uh, um, discounts and everything through other, like like on gear rentals and you, a That's lot of cool. festivals work with them, so yeah. you can get festival discounts through them. Hmm. Uh, you know, well, screenwriting software, yeah. insurance okay. discounts. There's a, there's a whole ton of things, and it's like 
for like the upper levels too when you're asking for a certain amount of money or you get a certain number of backers. Yeah. Right. I think when you I think it's like a hundred hundred backers or a thousand backers. You have officially a thousand backers, then your yeah. film becomes eligible to be well then well you they get also credit you by, for followers. Yes, followers. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. right. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think if you have a thousand followers, I think it is. Yeah, thousand. I think it's followers. Okay. I don't think it's backers. I think it's followers. Yeah. Uh, 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 then their affiliated distributors will then look at your film when it's done. First distribution. And they get first first look. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And the so, other, okay. the other cool thing. I was wondering, thing, I don't know if you guys had that not, over there. Sorry, not, the other not cool not thing about Scene Spark no. is you, what you actually, how you fill out, where it's not just like, give us money. Yeah. For some generic thing that we're claiming that we're going to do, oh, yeah. you actually provide a budget and it's actually sectioned off like what you're spending what money on. And then people can actually yeah. target, donate. Okay. So they can say, I, I will pay for your actors, <laughs> I will pay for this location. And so they can target yeah. where their donation yeah. goes. Then the other thing is that people can actually go on and volunteer. Yeah. If you need a certain prop, if you need a certain you know, person or something, somebody can volunteer their time, they can mm -hmm. volunteer. You know, yeah, their like location, Ooh, yeah, and it and it fulfills. We need fifteen hundred dollars for a, for a boom operator, and somebody says, "Well, I'll be your boom operator for free." That Comes literally off. fulfills yeah. that, nice. and you now you don't have to fill that nice. part of the budget anymore. Yeah. You know, it, it does really interesting stuff like that. Like, yeah. We always sound like an ad for I've Seed and Spark. Spark. We've never used it. Never used it. <laughs> Nobody's like just, paying us. You know, it's, yeah, no, we do. We sound like we're trying, like, hawking them so much. It's like, we're just so fascinated with this. It's I'm, so fascinating. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Really, I'm really saying to myself, like, I, I've never wanted to do a crowdfunding, but I say if I do, I'm definitely going to go yeah, the Seed and Spark route. Totally so yeah. if you're listening, yeah. Seed and yeah, Spark. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I said, though, I think, I think that is just, it's an American uh, yeah, company. I was just curious if you had yeah, ever heard of yeah. it. Yeah, I, no, or if no, you had anything like that over never, there. Never heard of it, no. He says, well, we're looking into we it now. Yeah, yeah, it's getting Absolutely. Google. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so anyway, back to back to your actual crowdfunding. <laughs> what, what, uh, uh, let's start with, um, what were the differences between the two campaigns, how you ran them, um, the growth of the two of them? Did you see, uh, like, was it easier... For nefarious than dogged. So, How, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're ever easy because they're well. horribly, horribly nerve-wracking. <laughs> nerve because right in the last week when you're still short and you're like, we are not going to get it. And I'm naturally <laughs> pretty pessimistic individual. <laughs> so like a week in, I'm like, we're fucked. And you write horror and, films? And, really? and, Rich is, and Rich is like, this is not the attitude to have when crowdfunding. <laughs> you... Fucking imbecile, um, but no. So I think I think the different the, the 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 big difference is with dogged we we had the shorts and we had just the sort of passion of what we put into it. With nefarious, you had a you know we we your pen and your pad. Let me make a note. <laughs> We are professional on this. <laughs> Go it. ahead. Um, I think th the difference was, yeah, you know, we we had a feature under our belt, and people could, you know, people could see that with the the trailer, you know. So and the release was, yes, of Dogged yeah. was how close to the Kickstarter? Or? Oh man, um, the UK release of Dogged was June. Yeah, and then we ran the Kickstarter August. Because yeah, I, yeah. I think I think we were September in the U.S. So yes, I, you, yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a September release in the U.S. But yeah, so I think it it, it made it 
like I say, it's never easy, but I think it made it easier this time round. Yeah. And people who hadn't put into it before put in quite substantially this time round. Mm-hmm. And there was kind of, and it's always awkward when it's people close to you who then put in, didn't put into the first one because they were like, yeah, we didn't know how the first one was going to turn out. Sorry, <laughs> we still love you. And you're like, yeah, okay, um, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think that was um, that made it a bit easier. The other thing you have to, the thing I hadn't appreciated on crowdfunding, you have to accept that you are going to become a giant pain in the ass to everyone you know. Yeah, because on the, social media theory, the only way you can do it is just to rinse it on social media. So, Rich famously on Facebook had a complaint lodged against him with Facebook and wasn't able to post for 30, whatever it was. And you're like, that can only have been lodged by somebody you're friends with on Facebook. That's yeah. amazing. So yeah. that's someone. Yeah. And, 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 you know, people, but you have to keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And and it's funny because people get a little bit, uh, you know, a bit frustrated with it. And we're saying to him, well, look, if you see it, just share it. Like, because we want to get it yeah. out to as many people as we can. And you and and you start you know you start kind of getting into it with people sometimes as well about you know there's always a better cause for them to give to mm. yeah like if you've got ten dollars do you want to give it to me or do you want to give it to charity jesus obviously give it to the, the charity. charity they're doing good yeah. work yeah. this is me doing something i love if, 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 if Anne is sally great. is sick Give it to Anne Sally. That's it, right? This, so Anne Sally needs a new catheter. <laughs> so, so we're all, we are always incredibly humble about it. We're always like, we know there are myriad better causes you could give to. However, yeah. understand this is why we do it. This is why we love it. This is what it means to us. Yeah. Um, and yes, you go into it with that mindset of we're just gonna you push this out, push this out. We'd met a lot more people through Dogged as well, so. Mm. Literally, we'd met you guys. We'd met other filmmakers. Um, I feel like I should disclose that I'm I'm a backer. Should I disclose that? Yeah, yeah. You, you, have, you, a, you have a t-shirt. I, I have a t-shirt. I have a, t- I have a dog a t-shirt and a nefarious t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I called it insidious. Called insidious. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering now if we might get people um, like accidentally <laughs> clicking on it, thinking it's so when he accidentally types it. It's not even it. close. No, it's, 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 I don't even know why I keep calling it Insidious. Insidious. I have no idea. And the other night, I couldn't remember when we were talking. I couldn't remember the name of the movie Insidious. I kept calling it The Conjuring. <laughs> wow, that's, that's like levels, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. Real problems right but, now. But yeah, so, so I think I think the difference was. Um, the difference on the second one was we had a little bit of a network with it. Yeah. You know, we had we had people who put in kind of straight away. Mm. So you often find your first few days, you get this great ramp. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we're going to smash yeah, this. That's yeah. great. Like, another week of this and we're we done. We got this. But of course, what that is, is, is it's all the people who you could count on putting in. Yeah. And then you go into the sort of really kind of plateau bit in the middle and you're toward the end, you're just scraping to get whatever you can. <laughs> and, and you know, and we we really went to every single length we could to get it out there. So um, where Rich's mother lives, they hit the, the church produces a church parish magazine for the area mm. and he put an ad in the parish magazine, <laughs> which kind of had to begin with, like, you're reading a church parish magazine. You're probably 90. Let me explain what Kickstarter is. <laughs> now let me explain, yeah. Um, 
And um, and funnily enough, through I that, love it. I love it. It's like through the parish newsletter, we're like, could you please donate to my horror movie? Yeah, my <laughs> sick horror movie. Um, Rich had really interesting Instagram posts too. For in for again, fuck <laughs> for oh the various. Yeah. Um, fuck. What was he doing? He was he was like he was taking images from other movies and yeah. connecting it. Yeah. yeah to that and i'm like this is interesting like it just caught you off guard while you what you were looking and then you're reading and you're and then he's he'd, he'd write like this blurb of something and then halfway through this he'd switch it around to be about nefarious yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like well now i'm stuck reading <laughs> yeah, it. yeah yeah and now i'm reading about your project <laughs> yes yeah. no yeah so we anything creative like that that we yeah. can do mm-hmm. um we'll, yeah we'll always always try and do and it becomes about grabbing people's attention because you know, you start looking into the stats and things like that, and it's like the average tweet stays on your timeline for seven seconds or something yeah. like that, and then it's gone. And I think, and I think that's an example of someone who doesn't have a particularly busy Twitter feed as well. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. Mine's like, yeah, and yeah, and Instagram and all these things. It's just it's so fast that you've yeah. got to have something that stands out with mm. a shocking or a funny image or some yeah, anything like that. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's it, you, you just have to you have to go into it knowing that it's going to be kind of soul destroying, and mm-hmm. every time you see someone, they're like you're selling oh, your yeah. soul just a little bit more. <laughs> you, yeah. you are, you are, because you you're begging, you you are begging, you're <laughs> yeah. begging people. There's no, yeah, there's you know, this is the internet's you know bum with a cup. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is, that's what ab- this is. Abso- absolutely, absolutely. I am no different from the dude who was on the subway on the way here, just yeah. walking around with a Starbucks cup, like. <laughs> Can you spare some change? You're at least you're at least making it a little interesting by doing like a Showtime Showtime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Showtime. Did you, yeah. Have you get to see Showtime yet on the trains? Um. Uh, so. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry. There was a guy. There was a guy on the way here who had like a. Let me describe this because this was not an instrument I had seen before in life. Like a rubber tube plugged into a keyboard that he was blowing into while playing the keyboard. Huh. I've seen him. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't necessarily uh, showtime get. They, they, they you'll get three guys get on the train and go okay everybody it's showtime and they turn on a radio and they dance and right jump and flip like they do uh, like these acrobatic dances right. and i don't give them a cent because i look at them and i want to say to them like if you're this fucking talented why don't you go work for a dance troupe or something? Yeah. Like you're doing this shit on a train that's rocking and shaking at 40 miles an hour and you're doing flips and jumps and kicks and you're not hitting anybody. You got you got this down. Yeah. Like you're good at this. Yeah. How about you go how about, do it for real? Yeah, go 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 be yeah, yeah. Go do it for real. You guys could get paid for this. Yeah, this seriously. Not- you're good <laughs> enough. Like I'm not like they're good. They yeah, really yeah. are, but like no. Go go do this for real. Yeah, you know. Side, side tangent there. Sorry. Side tangent. But, 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 <laughs> but, no, but that's what it is. Like you're not just begging. You're yeah. also you're like I'm a dancing monkey. Yeah, Give yeah, me yeah, a quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's the, uh, that's what I'm comparing this to. You're like th- oh, I'm the talented guy that still needs yeah. money. <laughs> and, and I think the the other thing we'd massively underappreciated was um, the Kickstarter rewards. So for different levels of pledge, mm-hmm. you give rewards. Oh man, that's why I don't want to do it. <laughs> and and so you know, so you sit there and you're like, well. And kind of for the sort of five to ten pound thing, you're like, you get your name in the credits. So there's a ma- yeah. at the end of Dogged, there's a huge block of all the kids. Yeah. Everyone who put yeah, any money in, they're there. That's yeah. great. And then you work up through and you through and, you know, and 
okay, you get a free copy on DVD. Mm-hmm. Bang, there's that. There's you can have your name in it. You can do all these things. Um, and so we we we'd done a lot because people responded incredibly well to that. So we were like, okay, so this is the way you can hook people into bigger pledges. And so we did it on the Farious, and we still weren't quite getting the. So we were like, well, we'll put together like a bit of a meteor merch bundle of mm. you know you get this so so we were like well, merch what does that look like okay so a mug there you go you got a nefarious mug what else you got a fridge magnet and rich was like oh we got a good deal on mouse mats and i was like yeah. who the fuck <laughs> used a mouse mat <laughs> i'm like i can't remember the last time i saw a mouse mat let alone needed to use. i was like optical mice get, at this point you get them <laughs> free I, I, I got like a one that's like two by two free with my computer yeah. like they're just giving them but, away it thing is huge but, but the, the irony was, I, I, I went on this whole rant, and Rich was like, "Look, we, we like we need to bulk. This needs to be bulked out. We're putting the mouse mats in." People went insane. <laughs> the mouse we literally <laughs> put the mouse mat on and got all these pledges, and I was like, are you fucking Fuck, "Where did that come from?" <laughs> like, you can have your name in it. People are like, oh, "I don't know if I want my name in a horror film. I want a, mouse I want a fucking mouse mat." <laughs> like, I'm all over that. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Boxing up mouse mats and sending them out. We were like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Sure. Whatever, but you know, you learn weird, yeah. weird stuff like that. Because whenever, so I, I put into Kickstarters as well because I feel that you know if I'm getting something from it, I should stay in touch with other projects. Mm. And you know, I don't just put into film. You know, people who've done books and things have done that. And you know, most of those I look at, I'm like, right, what's the pre- what's the pledge that gets me a copy of the book? That yeah. one, I'll go for it. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, that's pretty much right. Yeah, be- because they're yeah. you know they're. It's that sort of physical thing. So you're like, yeah. I'll do that. It's like or... when it comes out, I'm going to buy it anyway. So here, I'll just buy yeah, it now. I'll, I'll yeah. buy it up front and you, yeah. get, and you get to produce it. But um, yeah, these merch bundles was one of the things we'd learned on Dogged. People respond really, really well to. And even something absurd where you go, no one's going to give me extra money for a mouse. My recommendation <laughs> would be find the people who are inexplicably still mouth. printing mouse. <laughs> that's the yeah. other thing. Like That's a service as well. Yeah. 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 So, so um, if you're in the UK, crowdfunding it, make a make a mount. Yeah. I don't see the the pad working here either. I, I still don't. You did right? it. I don't see the mouse pad working, but apparently, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, I, it works I, in the UK at the very least. Yeah, <laughs> I had it because I'm a t-shirt junkie, and I love yeah. collecting t-shirts of like all the filmmakers, especially that we know. So, if one, you know, one of our filmmaking friends, you know, we've traded t-shirts. So I have a fair amount of you hmm. know independent hard t-shirts that I've had. So then you, I, got, I got the one at Shauna Shea, and then I was like, but I need a matching set. <laughs> it will hook, will hook you one way or the other. And yeah. I, was, I was like, they, they gave me like a little bit, and then now now you know. Now I, yeah. I'm the sucker that you have for the next whatever movies because I'm going to collect yeah, all your t-shirts. t-shirts. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. and t-shirt. I mean, we, we do, as, on a, a, a kind of a side note, we do incredibly well on the artwork because um, Lee is such a talented illustrator. Yeah. So he yeah, the painted, um, if you've seen the poster for Dogged, he painted that by hand and all the rest of it. Mm. The nefarious poster that again is all is all Lee, all that great graphics. Um, I need a we... black t-shirt option though. I'm just saying. Sorry. I need a black t-shirt option. T-shirt in black. T-shirt in black. T-shirt in black. Okay. Next Kickstarter. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> One white t-shirt option. Next option is a black t-shirt. Yeah. Well, it'll be five dollars more, just, but okay. It, that's yeah. fine. I, I guess the it next just, level is black t-shirt. Just yeah. randomly. See how that goes. Me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It just randomly reminded me of last year when you had all the T-shirts and you gave them all to Skip and Rich was like, "Wait, what? Oh, you did what with 
Like that is entirely <laughs> that is entirely Richard's fault that he gave us the whole bag of t-shirts and it's we're like, good. all right, we'll take that to the festival then. Yeah. Gave them to Skip and we're like, oh, you know, like use them whatever. It's a great sure to show. It's a great cause. <laughs> and then Richie's like, how did it go? And we're like, oh man, the the t-shirts went. And he's like, you took the whole bag. And we're like, yeah, you gave us the whole bag. He's like. Yeah, that was supposed to last us for all of the festivals. <laughs> you were supposed to take like two. And we're like, oh no, everyone That's in Southbridge is walking around with one now. Yeah, um, let's they're get. Walking, they're walking around the Eyeglass Museum with their dog t-shirts. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's. Let's get some more t-shirts printed up. (laughs) So that was, yeah. So that's a a, a learning about communication. (laughs) And also Richard now gives us the exact number of t-shirts we're allowed. (laughs) Um, All I remember, I was like, Manny, they weren't supposed to give the t-shirts out. Should I give my t-shirt back? Because <laughs> I know how much they cost to print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was... Um, so, I think, yeah, yeah we, we, we learned little bits like that from it. But it's still, like, it's still fucking soul-destroying when you get to the last week of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 yeah, and, and we you know, we have our own money. We put our own money in. That's mm-hmm. part of it as well. But you're still like in that last week. Oh you've yeah, got nothing else. There's yeah. nowhere else to go. Like and we I mean, got nothing. Fuck, I'm gonna have to pay this off myself. Well, we're, we're, we're two thousand. You're looking down. at your we credit cards our, and we got, yeah, like how much it. can I put on my credit card just to get this? You're looking at all of these options about can I get it from here? Can I get it from there? What can I do? What yeah. can I do? Because you're gonna end up putting yeah. even if you get the whole thing, you're gonna end up putting more of your own money yeah. in to begin oh, with. Oh yes, yeah, so it's yeah. like now I'm like fuck. I could have gotten ten grand from this, put another two grand of my own, and then made it. A t- now it's and done this and done that yeah, yeah no so it's it, it's 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 super it's yeah super difficult and we yeah, yeah we, we know we know people recently who've done crowdfunders and not got it oh and, yeah and, and yeah and, and for oh, yeah. and for we a know, lot we, like i well. said you're a unicorn like yeah, you know, so, <laughs> we know a lot of people we know a lot of people that have and, not and that's why they use uh indiegogo yeah because they just almost never get their yeah. uh, uh goal at all mm-hmm. you know um yeah so, so you're a pretty beautiful yeah. unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does that feel? It makes me feel genuinely special. <laughs> so, okay, so Dogged's out already, mm-hmm. which is awesome. How's that doing? So we... Ah, I haven't told you this, actually. Yeah, we sold oh. 620 Ooh. copies in the UK. Nice. nice. So in a insanely crowded marketplace such yeah. as it is, we were yeah. really happy with that. And now this you have a deal. You have yep. like you have we, distribution. We, we have distribution. So left, left films in the UK, okay. uh, we have distribution with them. And so they... Yeah, we, we got a deal with them. So they've got distribution in the UK and distribution in the US and Canada. Nice. And so, yeah, it came out in the US. So, yeah, the 620 is just the UK, and we don't have figures yet for uh, US and Canada. Okay. Yeah. And how long, if you, I don't know if you can, how long are you? How long is the deal for? Like, is it a five year deal with them? Seven year deal. Seven year deal. Do you know? Do I know? I can guess it. I think it's a 10 year deal, but it's based on. They have a specific level of cost that they can recoup. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like they've taken it to film markets, they've yeah. done yeah. all this work on it. Um, so yeah, there's there's a figure that basically they will recoup, and then once yeah. once we're through that, we actually yeah, get that's into the, um, 
marketing and uh, marketing what do budget. they call it? They call it marketing and something. Here. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and in yeah. fairness, they have they've, marketing budget. They've basically. done. They themselves did a whole load of PR on it. So yeah, yeah I, okay. I, um, and again, they they contacted us um, because we'd done well at the festivals. Like mm. you, know, it, to be clear, we never went into it with any any idea that it would get released. We were like, we are doing this because we want to make a film. That's it. Yeah. And like I said, our plan ended up submit to festivals. That was it. We, <laughs> we, we were done at that point. We were like, great. Um, so yeah, to, to get that to get that deal was amazing. Um, and then to actually, you know, you can physically buy it in stores in the UK. So oh. um, HMV, which was in the 90s, the big music chain, yeah. yep. which is now, and they've got like, I don't know, however many Ten are left. Stores, it's yeah. sad, yeah. Um, but it was really weird going and seeing that. and um, It's it's one of the coolest but craziest yeah. feelings in the world because yeah. we've, we've done that with Blood Slaughter to FYE. We went to FYE and, oh my God. It's and there, there it stuff. is. Yeah. You know, two weeks ago, so one of our actors who moved to LA a while ago Every so often he goes into uh, Amoeba Music in L.A. Hmm. He's like, and, and he's like, it's great how every time I come to Amoeba Music, there's another movie that uh, one of one of my movies or something I was in awesome. that's there. And like two weeks ago, he found Blood Slaughter sitting there. <laughs> he's like, like that's so cool. Yeah, you know, it is. It's the great. It's the greatest little feeling. Like you know, well, uh, physical media doesn't do well, but it's like there's no feeling yeah. like seeing your shit. Yeah. On a shelf that you didn't put it there. Yeah, I think you know? the only slightly double-edged sword we had was we did. All this stuff on social media, we're like, "Oh my god, you can buy it! It's amazing!" And then people, people were like, oh, "I haven't bought it yet because I've been to a bunch of stores and it's not in stock." And I'm like, "You can still buy it on fucking yeah. Amazon. Like, it's cool yeah. to buy it in a store. Buy yeah. it on fucking no, Amazon." No, no, no. <laughs> nothing. Nothing is as good as that feeling of uh, I had a coworker who was like, you know, my coworker from California. Um, <laughs> she she was like, "Oh, you make movies that's so cool!" And so she like came back and she's like, "If I if I get a DVD, will you?" you bring it home and have Manny sign it and will you sign it? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, I'll sign it. I'm like, I'll sign anything you freaking want me yeah, to say, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I'll, I'll sign a Fear and Loathing DVD. <laughs> I don't care. Well, sign it, I don't right. care. I'll just sign it. Give me a big, you know, silver Sharpie. Um, so she so she came in and, and she pulled the package out and then like out came like the little thing and she had bought it used at a Salvation Army for like $4. Brilliant. And I was like, <laughs> I don't get any of this money. Brilliant. I was like, I could have just sold it to you because I have yeah. like ten yeah. copies in that's my it, right? apartment. Yeah. yeah, I could have just sold you that. I was like, yeah, I was like, just buy it on Amazon, pump my numbers, you know. Yeah, that's she, it, right? That was it. That's all I wanted. And she. <laughs> and then you're like, well, wait a minute, who the fuck sold it to a Salvation Army? Yeah, yeah. son of a somebody. Somebody found uh, about a month ago one of our T-shirts in a Salvation. Oh, I, Army. Saw, I saw your post like, on that. Yeah, <laughs> like the only way you got this T-shirt was from us. Is if you bought it from our table at a convention. Yeah. Nice. Like you had to physically, I you physically gave <laughs> me the shirt. money. This didn't go. I've never sold them online oh, or anything. Oh you know, so oh, well, they people have found it? signed copies of the our DVD on eBay. It's yes. like with our signature. Yeah. Our signatures are on something on eBay. And it's like, well, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which means again that you bought this from me personally. Yep, I have, signed we it had for that you. Interaction, and, and then you were like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um. What else did? You, what else was on your? Uh, uh, yeah, that was the list that you stole. The list I stole. Does this say fraud fund? <laughs> no. No crowdfund. Crowdfund. <laughs> okay. Yeah, to be fraud. clear. Fraud fund. Crowd What's fund. going on there? Here, here, here. Where are you at now? 
Where I, you at I, now? I That's like sort your... of the section that we're at. Listen, this is my outline. Yeah, so, oh, so okay, that's where I was going. So Dogged is released. What's the plan for Nefarious now? So Nefarious, we are, we should have a picture cut on that just after Christmas. Okay. And then we go off for... Um, and Lee's editing again? Lee so, is okay. editing. We did, um, we did an assembly edit on it this time, mm-hmm. which... I would absolutely recommend anyone yeah. do because just doing those little bits as you go, cutting stuff together. Uh, mm-hmm. We were really lucky. We had some um, we had some film students with us this time. So eighteen. Oh yeah, 18, tell the story of that. That was a great. Yeah, story. The, you told the, us that yeah. earlier in the car. Please yeah. tell so, that. So that my, is my, so... my my understanding of how we uh, we 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 found these various people through. Uh, we are. Not formally affiliated with, but we've done work with a company called Resource Productions, who are based in um, Slough, where we're from. And they, uh, which is also where the office is set, which is how most people know what Slough is. (laughs) Um, Little, little, again, setting the scene. Um, And they do a lot of work in the community with what's called Slough Arts Forum. So trying to get uh, people from different backgrounds, different diversities Mm. into film and involved. So it's not four white guys doing everything. It's not four four white guys. guys. (laughs) Um, But we have turned up and spoken at their events. (laughs) It's four white guys, really. Yeah, they're like, great. (laughs) What's this? What are you telling me here? Um, Especially as they're like 18 and we're 38. So we're, we're four old white guys to them <laughs> oh, brilliant but yeah no um but yeah rich 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 has done a lot of work with them over the years and yeah he spoke he spoke at one of their events and then yeah through that we um we we got these really keen uh i'm not going to say young kids because that's very unfair to them but these 18 19 year olds come to set mm-hmm. um and then they all sort of took it super seriously to the point <laughs> to the point where they're like, "Oh, you're you're a producer. You shouldn't be doing that. And let me do it for you." And I'm like, "Well, okay, then I'll go make a cup of coffee." And then there's one like standing by the coffee pot for you. <laughs> what can I get you? Yeah, oh like, God, more coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you feel you feel. I, I think you, like I said to you, you feel like a total fraud. So, you know, you're also like, oh, I have people to do this for me now. Um, but no, that was good because again. Um, one one of one of those um one of those younger people was really interested in the editing side of it so he would sit and stitch together audio nice. um there was a woman there as well uh Kaya she got into that so she was doing that as well as being a loader for us and things so yeah no that was that was quite an odd experience this time <laughs> around of having like this additional sort of yeah. how uh, many people was, was it? I was just going to uh how many crew for this one um i'm going to actually have to count it off great radio it's cool. Um, it's cool. I'll, I'll vape and then we can't use an, it there's an edit yeah so it would be yeah there's a we'll cut that piece of stuff. yeah so i think i think we were 12 13 on our heaviest days okay, okay. um and yeah and some some people were there for every day of it some people were there for and how many of the uh, uh the student volunteers did you have uh so i think on our biggest day we had uh maybe four or five okay. of those and then um one one of the guys, Frank, was with us throughout. Um, he actually isn't a student, but he is eighteen. Okay. Um, and an idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. 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 Sat, Frank, through no fault of his own, just became the whipping boy of the set. <laughs> there and always one, is one. Well, well, one of our actors said she 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 came to set and um, she wasn't on set every day, so she there'd been a gap. But she was on at the beginning. She, and um, I was talking to her, and 
Frank was on this ladder adjusting a light and he said something to me and I just turned around and went, fuck off, Frank, and carried on talking. And she was like, oh my God, like the, the, you know, it's really turned on the set. And then she looked and the kid's up there and he's laughing his ass off. And she's like, oh no, it's fine. It's okay. It's, okay, it's, it's not right. horribly, horribly abusive, which is what it looks like. Like a am crying right now. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so um, yeah, that, that, was, that was really good. That added a lot of energy to it as well, which is, which is always good fun. Now, what was the crew on Dogged? So the crew on Dogged was probably about, probably about the same, okay. maybe a little bit smaller. So uh, what's your what's your breakdown? Because I'm curious. Because we, I mean, we usually have, I think, seven or eight. We've done our cabs. Yeah, we average, um, we average about six or seven crew on bigger days, nine to ten. Yeah, you know, that's that's our yeah. average. So again, it sounds like you guys are in the same. Yes, well, I just curious because we have you know him directing, me, I'm AD slash well, producer. Well, up well for our features, I was directing and and yeah, first camera. Right. Yeah, you know, um, so you're AD and producer. Yeah, uh, Louis was second camera. Louis on second camera. Sound whoever person. was available to hold the boom. Yeah, which is the biggest mistake you Ever. could make. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do Hire it. a profession if you're going to pay one member of your crew. Sound guy. Make it a sound professional guy. sound guy, because our girl, because it's true, whatever, yep. or girl, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just you know, in the sound person, sound person. Um, because the truth is, like, really, why is it so hard to know someone who does sound professionally? Yeah. You know, I don't know anyone who's like, oh man, I know this guy who's just been doing. He's a sound, he's a pro sound mixer. He's been doing it for years, and I got him on my sets. I don't know anybody who does who mm-hmm. said that they just. Everybody knows a cameraman. They all yeah. know a if director. They all know producers. Right now, the person who's interested oh, in sound, man. go and make them your best yes. freaking yes. friend. Yes. Yeah. Do whatever you can to make them your best yeah. friend. That is the person that you want to bond with. Yeah, seriously. So, so if yeah. you have time for two best friends, find the organizer and then find the sound person, and you're golden. <laughs> yeah. Golden. Have so, one organized person, one sound person. So we've done about seven person crew as average for yeah. us. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sounds like you sound guys makeup. Yeah, uh, usually yeah. a grip or gaffer. Yeah, yeah. Who also does art department? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're going anywhere. I was. Else I that. was waiting for his breakdown. Who? Oh. How does yeah. he have? How, who does what? Who does what? So, um, as I say, Rich directs. Chris is DOP. Uh, Lee is then sort of. Edit, Moral edit, support? Edit. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> Lee, Fluffer? Lee, no. Lee's, well, um, <laughs> let me. I'll show you. A vi- I'll show you a video after this. Um, <laughs> He's gonna hear this. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck did you show them? You knew we should have dialed in. Um, but no. Um, but so, so Lee, Lee will do um, your yeah, editing as we go, and also famously lee has to step in every time we just kind of can't be bothered to do something and, <laughs> and it'll get to the stage where we'll go lee can fix this in post no right? i can't and lee's like no why no. why would you possibly <laughs> think of all this movement i'd be able to paint all that out and we're like just, just why is this such a problem jesus complaints all the time um but so yeah no it's quite good because uh, and in all seriousness because lee has to do all the effects and so on mm-hmm. like we pull him in loads to go right is this okay? We're locked off. Can you? Because it's, with it's pretty golden that he'll do the work now, so he doesn't have to do the work later. Yeah. That's yeah. really smart. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So we can yeah we can really get him in his opinion and go like look yeah. if we can't work it, tell us that and we'll yeah we'll change things around. Yeah. Um, we then have Chris, who is our gaffer. So Chris is also someone who works in the industry. Chris works for Panelux, the lighting company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's good because he's got hands-on experience um and we got the guy frank this time around acted as an assistant to him which is quite good because light your lighting setup takes mm. so long yeah. yeah especially we did day for night this time around oh. and some things mm. like this which oh. it's great but just the, the Bloody now when you gels did day and things. i was gonna say when you did day for night were you literally shooting like daytime and then changing your balances or do you no. mean like so you this had was, to black so, stuff out so and create night? this was blackout sheets over okay. windows yeah. and so on this was oh. getting up on a flat roof so we were filming in a kitchen which is all glass on one side Woo. so black all that out just you know blackout sheet blackout sheet blackout sheet and then there's a massive skylight in the top mm. but we were able to get out onto the roof and just cover it in blue gels but okay you've been covering it in blue gels for like 20 minutes and you <laughs> shout down and they're like we can still see daylight. You're like, how? How is that even fucking? Possible? I don't know. And then once you get it, then the wind blows and it comes and, up. And that, and yeah, and you can hear it rattling, and you're just uh, like, oh god, more duct tape, more yeah, duct tape. Yeah. Oh, we can see the duct tape. It's casting a weird shadow now. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm giving all I can. But the, so they, so they do. They send the tall guy up there for that. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Uh, but but you know the, what we were able to do, and a lot of what we wanted to do with color this time round was important to us being able to do that so um yeah so so we have we have chris on lighting uh we then have Gemma, who is our head of makeup Gemma hilariously does makeup for horror films and bridal makeup yeah so i'm like oh yeah they are like oh yeah i'm like you're gonna fuck Uh this you're gonna fuck this up one day and post the wrong picture on the wrong (laughs) wrong social media account yeah and you better hope it's a bunch of horror fans going all right so are they gonna bloody that yeah. woman up later? <laughs> Versus a load of people looking for bridal makeup who yeah. see a hand with no fingernails and so mm. Yeah, one of, a, a bunch of our artists are all the same. B yeah. does that, Cat does it, they all do the same. Emily thing. does like, that. Yep. Emily, they do horror films and bridals sweet sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. And then are like, you know what the worst part is? The brides pay more. <laughs> The brides pay better Holy than the horror film that yeah. they're on for a week. They get more in a day sometimes, yeah. and it's like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't afford another wedding. So yeah, we, okay. we have we have Gemma, and then we have Griff who works with her. So Griff again is makeup, and they also do um, our makeup effects and so on. Yep. So for nefarious, Griff was sat in the um, office he works in. Um, with latex fingers and while he was on the phone to customers he was painting the latex fingers like people try I think these people try to sort out their water bills their utility bills and you know Griff's Griff's there and he's like yeah yeah okay yeah we can uh, refund you that and he's painting up and and he said the problem is he goes to the bathroom and people walk past his desk and they're like there is a tray of severed fingers on Griff's desk something we should be worried about he needs to speak to personnel maybe um Bringing his hobbies to work. As so, well. Yeah, this is it. So um, Joel is then our sound guy. Um, okay. So Joel was sound guy on the uh, on Dogged as well. He's come back from the Farious. Mm. Um, we have uh, Matt, who is Lee's cousin. So Matt does our stills. Uh, so Matt is incredible. Is a freelance photographer in mm. his own right, and then um, he does all our production stills. And if we need a picture, in the, he'll do that yeah. for us as well. Um, and then Lee's wife, Mel, is our incredibly talented production designer. So she does all of our production design. She's also worked in film as well. But yeah, anything we need building, she'll build it for us. Oh. Mel, Mel is also the absolute voice of reason, where she's like, somebody's going to get hurt. 
why are you doing this stop doing that what is that smell why is this going on and yeah we we had this ongoing um argument during the fairies we have about you and angie for that yeah man so yeah. you guys i'm glad i trade glad off i have, I have a yeah. she's got a second she's got someone to back her up now oh, yeah. and we're doing stupid shit now angie's like no no now no, when i'm listen now to her yeah. now when i'm in the other room and i'm like what's that smell angie angie what are they i know doing? what that what smell is she just yells back <laughs> yeah. don't worry i got it <laughs> i got, I got it. it i got it <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah no we, we had an ongoing thing on the fairies about the use of a foam crowbar and a real crowbar and we're like yeah but a foam crowbar there's no weight to it it won't look as good and mel's like yeah but no one's gonna have to go to the hospital with a fractured skull right <laughs> we're like, yeah come on where's the where's the fun in that um so blood yeah, slaughter it was like here. we had we had four different knives and i mean i don't know if you've ever seen our blood the slaughter 18, knives, yeah. but it's, it's the 18 inch blade. blade and we had four that were I'll that were filed down and then we had one real one and it yeah. was like this real one is staying with me yeah or it's staying with him and most likely it's going to be staying with me because he's going to put yeah. he's going to be distracted because he's directing so I, yeah i put shit down put on shit set down all the time and then i step away for a second i yeah. come back where is it and then somebody cleaned it because it's like well we're supposed to be shooting here like I put it on the set when I'm talking to the actor and then I turn around and then somebody comes yeah. along and says well this shouldn't be here and they move and then I turn around to get it it's like where did it go yeah. you know yeah, we, we had a so lot. I wore it half of blood slaughter like on no, my belt just on your belt like, <laughs> right um, it's like if you need the real one you're gonna have to go through me yeah. literally <laughs> yeah I remember we were using a live blade for one of the scenes in Dogged and <laughs> Toby was working with the other actor Kurt and Kurt had a prosthetic on. And uh, Toby's like, um, is that okay? He's like, yeah. He goes, is that okay? Yeah. Is that okay? And Kurt just goes, that's me. And he's like, okay. <laughs> now, we know, now we know the limit. <laughs> okay, now we know where we can Now stop. we know, but that's how we did it. Like, like <laughs> basically just probing, like, yeah, tell me, tell me when the blade's in your Indie skin. horror films. Yeah. Like, they're so borderline real horror yeah. films. Oh, there's like, so many times. It's so, like, this could go... Could go a case in point on the farious um everybody was loaded in the set they were doing scene was stood outside and rich comes running past me and i'm like that's not good what <laughs> happened there <laughs> and and i look around he's followed by lee and mel and oh. mel, mel's like where's the first aid kit he's like well i should just run with them now. <laughs> yeah but, and mel's like where's the first aid kit and i was like oh fuck and i was like one i need to find where i put the first aid kit two what's happened um, and yet, Rich, um, and again, this comes back to why you shouldn't always use a real crowbar. Mm-hmm. Rich filming a close up of an actor who raises the crowbar over his head, brings it down as hard as he can. I think third, fourth take, something like that. And we, we've got the uh, outtake of it where the crowbar comes down and you just see the camera jolt slightly where he caught Rich between the index finger and the middle finger oh. with the hook end of a crowbar. Oh. Now, in oh. fairness, one of the cleanest cuts I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's interesting, though, is you tell this story to people, a weird number of people in life have a I got fucked up by a crowbar story or I knew something. <laughs> I told this story at work, and a woman at work is like, oh, yeah, my sister was a police officer. A guy hit her with a crowbar and split her hand in half. And I'm like, fucking wow. hell. <laughs> Where'd that come from? And then someone else is like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Crowbar through the arm. And I'm like... What through going through wow. i'm like what is going on in the uk like <laughs> Mars. 
Maybe we should not be allowed it's, crowbars. You know what it is? It's because they don't give you people guns. This yeah. is it. We don't That's have the guns, so we've got to get it out some way and uh, clear the crowbars. Crowbars are the chosen. But I remember when when I bought when we bought a car. You know, you you buy like a new car, and then they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. So here's what we can do: we can give you this net, or we can give you a first aid kit. We can yeah. give you this. You know, like choose two things you want with your car because you're buying your car. And and I was like, give me the net for the trunk and give me that first aid kit. Yeah. And it's like one of these like gigantic, like uh, right. you know, yeah. fully stocked professional first aid kits. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this thing is staying with me for life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is yeah. like eighty dollars, eighty ninety dollars worth of just stuff that. Yeah. yeah. So I can't even tell you how many shoots somebody oh, yeah. has been like, ouch. And I'm like, get in the first aid kit. <laughs> <laughs> get my money's worth. Oh, yep, that's it. It's a yeah. fucking $80, $90, like, thank set. you, Honda. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's still in our trunk now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We sold the old, the old car. We're two cars. My car later. got totaled. We still have the same, still have the same one. <laughs> Maybe we should restock it. Yeah, we should. But uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm trying to, I don't think, oh God, I don't think I've forgotten anybody from the crew. I probably have. I'm going to get some abusive tweet or something now. Um, and, and then, so yeah. So sweet the, people are going to listen. The sort of the, yeah, the, that implies the, people listening. <laughs> the, the, hid, the kind of the hidden person on that crew who is, is James, who does the score. So James lives up in the middle of nowhere um, up in Yorkshire and mm. just super cool guy. Just sits making music all the time. That's so, awesome. Yeah, nice. He did, he did the, uh, and he does that for a living. Um, and yeah, he did. He did the score for Doggy. He'll do the score for Nefarious as well. What was great on Nefarious was we got him to. Co- he was able to come to set for a day, because Doggy. Oh, that's great. He wasn't on set, and yeah. then so we just sent it to him, and he scored it, and he did a great job. But mm. having him actually on set for a day in Nefarious, where he could see stuff going on, and yeah, he could ask questions as well, which was nice. Where he was like, "Well, in this scene, what?" He could see the characters like, live. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so no, that was that was super cool to get that done. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I think that's the end of our questions. I mean, that's that's yeah. I mean, we've been. So where are you? Where are you, where are you in the in the process of selling? I'm moving. No, no. He's, okay. Okay, he you already it, said that. Yeah, he said it early. You can say okay. it again if you want. No, cut it. Yeah, so we we should be at Picture Cut just after Christmas, and then mm. um, it'll go out for audio and score. And then, yeah, we're going to submit it to festivals again. We'll see you at so, next we'll year. See you yeah, yeah, we'll see you at <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm told. Um, yeah. So no, but cut that part out. And, and that's and that's been one of the different that's been one of the different things with this as well that we've got the relationship now with a few festivals as mm. well where you, you, you never shoe in, but yeah, we, we've got the relationship yeah. to people. We know people now that we can, you know, we we know we'll get airtime with them if nothing else. Yeah, we submitted to festivals and they turned us down, and we know for a fact they never clicked on the Vimeo link. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, I might as well just have sent you the thirty eight dollars. Yeah, take my money. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. donation to your festival. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's super crazy. Sometimes you do get into festivals, and they're like, "I guess I'll see you next we, year." We, see you next year. You're like, "What? What just happened?" Yeah. We. What was it? We got into Puerto Rico, which we couldn't. We've gotten into. Puerto Rico. I got into Puerto Rico Horror Fest really? with a short, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. No. We when we got that, we were like, "Wow." Yeah, we, we, we got into we Tokyo. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in two. Yeah, my new one's in two festivals in Tokyo right now, and it's like, wow, that's random. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, I submitted, so I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no. but, like I but should be like, it. yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that at the same time, it's like, I can't. Wow, awesome. Well, like one of the, one out. of the things that surprised us with Dogged was we seemed to get picked up by more festivals in the U.S. than we did in the U.K. Because, hmm. well, because. When we premiered at Shaun O'Shea, yeah. I had no idea how it was going to go down because yeah. there's 
elements of that that are almost as British as my karaoke performance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, which was which was quite British. Oh, though. it was particular. Yeah. <laughs> he only did one song too. He did gave up after. I was like, yeah, answer. this is not working. I'm just going to join in with everybody else. I'm going to join in with the fun. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, we we didn't know how it was going to go down. We didn't know how a US audience would react to it because it is. It, it felt like it was quite. Shauna, I, I think Sean O'Shea was the it was the audience for it. No. Yeah. They they like those yeah. kind of off kilter, you know, and said so that's why Theta did well there. Dogger yeah. did there. Yeah. When, this year the couple movies um that we saw there, like, yeah, they just like the off kilter yeah. kind of horror ish, you know, horror. I think it's also different yeah. too. You know, I think yeah. that a lot of times the US, you know it's really interesting because like when we made Blood Slaughter, we did the West Coast. I mean we actually went uh, out to the West okay. Coast and they're like, You guys made a slasher film? That's so awesome. Oh my god. And we're like, what? I'm sorry, what? You know how many fucking slashers what? I've seen over the last two right? years from people? No, the, but they don't make slashers like, over there. And right. then they literally they do like paranormal and uh then they had they had a, a zombie TV show from Kansas and right. they were like, This is so great, we got a slasher and a zombie. Like you never see this stuff. And I'm like, Really? Who are That's you? all they do here. Who are yeah, you? Everybody is slasher yeah. films and zombie yeah. films here. Yeah. But over there, no. Like, no. it just, they don't do it very often. Like, all right. LA is very supernatural. It's very, like, uh, just supernatural and psychological. Psychological. Yeah. West Coast. Yeah. So, yeah. so, have you found, like, regional, like, when you go to film festivals, have you found, like, oh, there's a lot of this here and a lot of that there? Not so, not so like, much. But, I mean, Euro- Europe is sort of weirdly a smaller place in that mm-hmm. regard. So, I don't think we have as much of that kind of regional variation as mm-hmm. you would. As, you know, I feel like you did. Country. You guys play a lot on like the East Coast of the United States. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we did, um, and you know, we well, the East s- Coast of that is China. So I mean, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah, we we had a we had a bunch of East Coast. We had a couple West Coast. We got into San Antonio as well. So okay. we were down we were down there. Um, we won best production of that i think the golden chainsaw award which interestingly Mm. the tsa will legit open your luggage (laughs) (laughs) so when rich got back to heathrow his suitcase came through just covered in opened by tsa suspicious (laughs) item tape and he's getting it off the conveyor like oh Oh, fuck fuck me (laughs) and you open you open your suitcase that you know for a fact someone else has been in there's like a little type sheet from the tsa saying on scanning, we saw a uh, suspicious saw looking a <laughs> And I assume so, some dude's just watching this scroll past on a monitor and he's like, is that a fucking tiny chainsaw? <laughs> We're opening that case. Let's get into that bad boy. You know, you'd be surprised because I actually, I, have to see this I flew I flew to my cousin's wedding in Tennessee mm. and I had a really cute clutch purse that had oversized brass knuckle handle. <laughs> Yeah, the hand, and I mean, this was oversized. Like, yeah. each ring yeah. had to be two inches wide. Yeah. Inch and a half, two yeah. inch wide. So it's like this thing. I'm Again, I'm miming for, the, my, for this now. <laughs> but the entire handle had to be like yeah. six, seven inches wide at least yeah. with four big rings on it. So it's like this not a real. No. You know, and they stopped me and they're like, "Excuse me, Miss, you have a prop, uh, a replica weapon in your in your in your luggage." I saw a replica weapon, and I'm like, "It's a purse." It's a purse. They're like, that is a replica of brass knuckles. That's not just a purse. And I was like, that's it's a it's it's a purse. There's a purse attached to it. It's not like I can just pull these things off. It's welded on to the purse. And I had to leave it in, at the airport. No way. Yeah. Let her on the plane with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, let me on the plane with it. No, my my best one was um, coming through Dublin Airport, and they pull my coat on one side, and they get a. Bu- uh, I got a bunch of keys in there, like yeah, house keys. Yeah. Like 
like, oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, you've seen that because it's keys. And mm. the, uh, the the woman rifles through it and then pulls out a little key ring that I bought that's an inert 9 millimeter casing <laughs> from a pistol. <laughs> and she holds it up and, bless her, totally out of character, she just goes, you can't take that on an aeroplane. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine. I have not thought this through. I travel by air a lot. Not that you'd know it. Can we not make this a big thing? And yeah, she just, I was just like, she looked at me like, really? A bullet key ring? Really? Fucking idiot. Of all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't put this in that bag instead of this one. Yeah. Well, flying up, flying up here from Florida, like the guy looked at my passport picture, looked at my face and was like, there's a different person, right? Oh, Florida, Florida. They don't have this around. Oh, holy hell. Florida, I had them eyeing my t-shirt. Oh, no, no, God. that was North Carolina. That was North Carolina? Oh, that's the same well, fucking Flor- thing. Florida was... Same it, thing. Yeah, we, we tend to dress a little extravagantly and, uh, when we were younger. I don't know about extravagantly, but... Uh, we have... I don't know. When we were younger, we especially did, where we liked strip pants, which have all those little nonsense yeah. things yeah. hanging Useless off of them. Yeah. Yeah. Useless zippers and little, you know. So we were flying to Florida from JFK. And I, I have a you know really bad knee, so I have a, a metal he, knee brace, uh, knee brace right. with hinges on either side, gigantic metal hinges. And so we're flying out of JFK at like six a.m. And so we go through, and like you, because like the TSA agents are like half asleep, but they take a look at the two of us. They the see two the idiots. Look at us. You gotta be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you couldn't wear something else. Yeah. Like oh. Jesus, just hear us coming from like, oh mother, <laughs> Christ! You just you want me to earn my paycheck right now? Don't you really? So, they, so they they took a look. They look at they look at the, the the ID like we're from New York, and they're just like, God, fuck through. So they like <laughs> let us through, like whatever. So we're flying, and we're like, oh, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay, so we're flying out of Orlando. They were like, they they literally like almost damn near were ready to strip search him. Oh, they actually man. had me remove my entire knee brace, and they uh-huh. like stretched it and like checked it and everything. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, we have flew out of JFK. Yeah, like, like you know where where <laughs> yeah. they struck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they came after us, and your well, which. Fu- <laughs> Funnily enough, my favourite um, TSA story is also at JFK, where my colleague Jeff, who is an older guy, was going through, handed the TSA agent his ID, and again, and I love this when people like TSA agents break character, yeah. and the guy looked at Jeff's ID and went, dude, you have to bring this hair back, because <laughs> Jeff had this amazing, like early 90s mullet on his <laughs> on his driver's license and jeff's telling us his story he's like i've got my fucking ids redone i'm gonna be fucking spoken to like that and i'm like oh my god that's incredible <laughs> the coach went, dude you have to bring this hair back <laughs> i have one where it's um my id it was i i have this picture where like it happened to be that i think it was the first time i ever got called my my, my married name uh-huh just before they took the picture. So they were like, oh, Mrs. Serrano. And I have this stupid, gigantic, like, smile on my face because I'm like, look at me. I'm like Mrs. Serrano. You know, I'm a missus. And so we were going some through somewhere and, like, the guy looks at my ID and looks at me and I'm just, you know, resting bitch face. <laughs> and he's like, can you smile for me? And I'm <sighs> Seriously? And he's like, like, my smile looks yeah. that different. He's like, seriously. And then so I smile and he goes, huh. Oh, Oh yeah, that is you. And hands it back to me, and I was like, "Wow, what does <laughs> that, that mean?" Yeah, I don't know. No, what that I, means. I always, I always go through the golden rule of no beard on your passport, but beard in real life. Yeah. Okay. Other way round, they will not let you through. Cause yeah. Like, why'd you shave it off? What are you yeah. about to do? Yeah. Well, it yeah. just felt like it. <laughs> 
I think I think we're gonna wrap now we're doing this. TSA stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, we're gone. We're TSA off. anecdotes. Yes. Okay, so last question, so we can wrap this up, and then we yes. can edit that nonsense out. So what's next? So what's next? Next, you next. have next. Yes. So yeah. are you doing to do another feature, or so, have you decided? No, I've had enough. So <laughs> no, no, because because again, our, our plan ended with submit to festivals. That's it. But no, we have um, we have uh, a couple of different ideas on the go. We are thinking about doing an anthology. Um, because we think we could film that over a longer amount of time, literally film it in could chunks. You, could you just, whatever spy equipment you have in my apartment, could you just remove it? <laughs> Dude, seriously, we've been, we've, been, we've been tossing around an anthology idea since Data States. Yeah, well, I mean, so, so um, <laughs> was Ghost Stories big over here? Um, it was, Martin Freeman. In, uh, in festivals it, it was. was. Okay. We were not. We're not fans. I wasn't. Of it. A th- I wasn't enthralled by it. It, it, it doesn't all. seem to have done well. It was cool, well. but yeah. the ending was like, yeah, I've seen this a million times. You didn't do anything was, different. That was super disappointing. I, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I agree with you. I think now, in fairness to it, I watched it on a flight, so I probably yeah. need to give it another viewing. But yeah, but that has done really well in the UK. Mm. Like it's been really well received, mm. and I can't remember the last time. There was an anthology that got like a cinema release. Uh, Anthology? Well, so. well, no, we didn't, it didn't get a. No, it just did festivals here and it did limited theaters. Okay, yeah. You so know, it had a bit more in theaters and it's had a lot of PR. So, yeah, they've put something Anthologies behind it. Anthologies are but. pretty big here, though. Yeah, really. That's what it, like, okay. they don't really get you don't really get many in theaters. No, but they really do they well do, on Netflix. There's a lot of them here. Yeah, yeah. Them Netflix and Hulu. And there's a Amazon. lot of so, Amazon. So yeah, we have yeah. we have, we had the anthology idea because with that we were doing a bit of a we're not going to be asking people to take up like months of their time mm-hmm. we can just do a weekend here weekend oh there. yeah that's I did want to ask that how long was shooting for Dogged and how long was shooting for Nefarious oh so Dogged was 18 days Nefarious over how long of a period uh, so so this is interesting so Dogged was 18 days Nefarious was 16 days but over the same period so from the end of August we shoot every weekend okay. until the beginning of December Got okay so yeah. All right. And I think we, we get a public holiday in there as well in the UK on the end at yeah. the end of August and so yeah. we get an extra day. But yeah, yeah, so same same time period for both, um, but less days for nefarious. Gotcha. And part of that was the really big learn of don't do three location moves on your first day of shooting. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're the idiots that do like three days. We straight. do three we, we do a like third of three, the movie like, in the first yeah. three days. Yeah, we yeah. end up shooting the beginning and the ending like in the first weekend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the biggest parts of the whole film. Bloodslaughter, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Theta, yeah. I was like, no, I'm yeah. never doing the, this again. Bloodslaughter, yeah, we shot 45 well, minutes of the movie I, in three days. I, I think I think on Dogged we had, oh, I, I, like I say, the first day we had at least three moves in the one day, which killed us, but mm. we had a lot of days with at least two or more moves. And I think for Nefarious, we had maybe one day where we did a location move and that mm. was it. Because yeah. it just, it's just... Burnt time, oh, both oh, ends. Yeah. We we so, don't we don't company move. Yeah, yeah. That's like blood slaughter was at eighteen days because of that. Because I'd rather do like a four and a half hour I'd, day. Yeah, then. I'd rather do a four and a yeah. half or five hour day, and then everybody's happy to go home early and have a quick quick day yeah. than to have to 
pushed a day to 12 hours just so we can get two locations in one day. And wrangle. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You do four hours, one, then two hours to pack it all up and yeah. move it everybody over. You know, I mean, we've done that before. Hmm. That's what you We absolutely we, have We did done a company move for Monster. That's what I said. We, we have done it before. Yeah. But me personally, I, we've done it. We did it for Monster and we've done it for... Um, Brain People. We did it for Brain People. Uh, but uh, yeah, I look at it like I'd rather have... I'd rather have a five-hour day, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. look, it's three o'clock. Yeah. We're already done. We're home for the day. Everybody's happy." And yeah. then you come back another day, like, "Oh, I'll do another five-hour day, no problem." Yeah, everybody's it it keeps the energy yeah, up, it keeps the energy up, and all the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. So yeah, so we have we have the anthology idea. Um, we have a zombie idea as well that we're kicking around. Um, there is a script that needs dusting off, um, which that's the one that would need to be set in a hospital so that's kind of a little bit too locationy so that one's further down the road certainly um but yeah so that's i mean if you really don't need an exterior think about going to universities because i i went to a science college and a lot of the times the the cool thing like we we plan on over the summer everything's closed schools are closed and they have they have mock hospital beds and mock hospital Uh, rooms to to do training Hmm. okay nice um, so yeah, so that's it, it'll, it'll be one of those projects will come, yeah. come to mm-hmm. life. I, yeah, like I say, the anthology we've only just started thinking about doing that, but yeah. So yeah, yeah we got we got a few irons in the fire, um, and we have toyed with going back to doing shorts as well because we'd moved away from shorts completely. Don't do it. <laughs> we just did. We, we just, just did, did that. We yeah. just did. We just did three. We did three shorts this year of yeah. our own. Yeah. Eh, no, don't do it. In the last in the last fifteen months, that's four shorts that we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm sick of it. Oh my! I love doing it, but yeah. I. Hate I mean, that's it. what I do, so I can't really judge it one way yeah. or the other. But she, as a producer, it's it's it's. She prefers shorts. I prefer features. Well, I mean, I mean I'm just starting from the beginning as a director, so it's sort of yeah. Like this different, is it. Yeah. You but, know. Yeah. Now, I mean, we we got to the stage where we were looking at shorts, and we were like, okay, you do a shorts, you get everybody together, you put a bunch of money into it, you do this, you do this. And and you would love the project and you would put your all into the project, but it would feel like a waste. And it f- mm-hmm. it felt it, we got to the stage personally where it felt like it was energy that could go towards the feature, yeah, and, and goodwill and all the rest of it that you'd be expending. Yeah, and, yeah. it's a matter of what am I going to do with it once it's done. I'm going to stick it on Vimeo or yeah. YouTube, and yeah. that's it, and it's done. It's like okay, and then it's over with, and it goes to your past, and you forget about it eventually. Because nobody's seeking out your short films on YouTube. No, mm. it's it sucks. It's so yeah. shitty. It's so so shitty to do, but it really is. So, um, yeah. This point, we're at this point. I'm taking all the shorts we've done in the last couple of years, and I'm starting to package them as an anthology web series. Okay. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we did the yeah. last two or three shorts, and I'm purposely not putting them online. Yeah. So this way we can put them as a as a package and be like, let's go, let's take it to Amazon or take it to Shutter or take it yeah. to somebody else. And so look here, we have a web series. First three episodes are online. We have four more that nobody's seen yet, other than festivals. Yeah. There, premiere it. You know, so that that's that's the we're cheating to go through the anthology route. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I am considering a, an anthology feature. Hmm. Simply for the same exact reasons you are, then you got like five actors for two days and yep. another five actors for another two days, and it's like if it goes two months apart between each one, you do a weekend here, a month later you do another weekend, you don't have to match. Yeah. There's no continuity matching or nothing like oh I got to bring the character, I got to get all these people back again. No, you get the five, you get the five core crew members that are there for everything regardless. 
you know, yeah. or 10 crew yeah. who were there for everything. And then you just, everything else can switch up. Well, you know, I'm only available in August. That's great. I'll need you for three days. Perfect. Get, you yeah. know, five other people for the next month to, to be the actors, you know? Well, and the cool so. thing for us is that we also talked about it, that we could co-direct it. And so, you know, oh, yeah, he gets nice. some parts and I yeah. get some parts. Yeah. So. Yeah, we That'd do like cool. four stories in an anthology. She does two, I do two. Yeah. You know, something like that. So So I think I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna Well we're where gonna can we find you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram as at the first heretic. Uh-huh. Which is a super lame sci fi reference, <laughs> but I'm stuck with the fucking thing now. Um <laughs> At Ash Mountain Films. Um, also, we have accounts for, so I think it's at Dogged the Movie and at Nefarious Movie as well. So you can follow the progress there. Jesus, progress, that was the one thing I didn't say. With crowdfunding, mm. it is super important to keep your backers involved after you have funded. So we do, so all the way through, so right up to Dogged being released on DVD. We were still sending information to the dogged backers. Of course. Oh yeah. Um, and with Nefarious, we've done exactly the same thing. It's not yep. just we hit our goal. We'll be back yeah. when we've got a movie. It's well, I apologize in advance because I was just reading my emails and whatever was like in my email. I didn't realize there was like a whole link that I can click on and yep. then go further and, and like actually follow and like yeah. and get more involved. Yeah. So apologies. First yeah. time nope. I ever backed not anything. No, so yeah, sorry, that give, was the... But that's what Christina Ray always says too. That like she works for Seed and Spark friend of ours she's and she says the same thing you have to after it's done yeah. yeah follow up and keep it on because that's how when you got to nefarious that's yeah. how you had all those returning yeah. people because Absolutely. they were still part of your mm-hmm. your your updates and everything yeah. and they felt like well all right i'll just roll well, right into the I, next I feel one. like i always get them like on monday mornings where i'm like oh what's going on with this <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i don't know if it's like a time thing or like whatever but i'm always like oh look oh, nice. let's start the week off with <laughs> yeah. a new little update Cool. Yeah, so, um, and yeah, uh, Ash Mountain Films uh, on Facebook and um, also Nefarious uh, on Facebook as well. Um, and yeah, and we'll keep posting updates there um, as, as, we go th- as we go through this journey. And now Dogged is available on Amazon. Dogged is available in the US. It is available in Best Buy and Walmart uh, in terms of actual big box stores and mm-hmm. then Amazon.com. And then in the UK, it's available on Amazon.co.uk. Zavi, uh, Sky Store, which is a cable TV mm. channel. Oh. You can buy it on there as well. I was about to ask if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, so Amazon Prime, you can stream on Amazon Prime, of course. Okay. But yeah, um, yes. Yeah, so Sky Store, if you if you're a Sky subscriber, you can go in and buy it, and not only will it download to your Sky Box, uh, they'll also send you a physical copy as well. Wow. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, it's a thing they've started doing now because huh. people's boxes break and they get pissed off with all this stuff <laughs> yeah. they bought. But hey, if you've got a sealed DVD in the corner. It's very yeah. interesting. My dad is in a fight with Amazon right now. He was redoing his will. Yeah. And oh. he's trying, he, and he asked them, what's the plan? How do I pass on everything that I've yep. purchased digitally from Amazon to my next of kin? And he's probably talked to about three or four different supervisors and has yet to actually yeah, no, get an answer on this. Well, Apple did the same, right? Because uh, no, I- Apple Apple has a thing in it that um, anything you get from them, you're not actually buying. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that, that was how, that was the kind of landmark case. That's wasn't how they it? get yeah. through it. Yeah, it's like well, yeah. because because if they drop something, there are people who things get dropped from iTunes all the time, and it's mm. like, well, you lost it now, but I paid for it. Yeah, but we don't carry it anymore, so yeah. you don't have it. You were actually renting it, technically. Yeah. Yeah. You were just giving a one-time fee rental. 
But if we want to take it away, we take it away. And, yeah. and that's why I've said for years, just don't use iTunes. Stay the fuck away from mm-hmm. it. Interestingly, Doggett is available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But there we are. But yeah, so there, there well, are... But you can get a download, at least, from the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, does it... I, I don't know how that works. Does it stay in the iTunes account? Or could you get, like, a physical download I that can go somewhere else? No. Like Amazon. Like, can you back it up somewhere? Yeah, like Amazon, you can... Like, I yeah. get an email with a download yeah. link, and then I download it and do whatever the hell yeah. I want with it. You know, iTunes, but, uh, yeah, iTunes. I think it stays in your iTunes. Anything yeah. I've ever bought from them does mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, but yeah. So there's a, there are a, what num- a racket a they're running of, a number of ways to get hold of it. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Very cool. It has been awesome talking with thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, yeah. and uh, uh, I'm so glad we uh, we got to do this. Indeed, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna do it this week. At filmmaking thank sucks. Thank you for listening. Check out uh, Ash Mountain Films and Dogged and the upcoming Nefarious. <laughs> hashtag nefarious non insidious yes yeah <laughs> sorry i do a crazy hashtag every episode yes. yeah that's the one for this week uh has, this week. hashtag nefarious not insidious <laughs> hashtag fuck those guys right <laughs> <laughs> um this is like yeah it's been too long since we've done this i don't I remember follow us on what else we do post. the follow huh do the follow oh yeah follow us on instagram and twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. Excellent. Good enough. That'll good. do. They know where we are. They know where we are. I don't have to tell you to subscribe because you're listening, which means you're probably already subscribed. I never understood that. Yeah. Every 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 podcast that says, please subscribe to us, how are they listening to you? Yeah, I don't weird. think people are like going to websites as much to download podcasts. I think they're getting I mean, it I don't subscribe. Sometimes I just listen to the one episode and I give them a shot. Well, but then you'll subscribe. I think. I think. I think most people understand how this whole podcast model works. works yeah, I think it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're getting we're, we're we're getting a nod from across the pond, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> international approval over here more than more than our president has gotten. So thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, get out there, everybody, and make your films. Good luck and good night.